Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? I'm excited this weekend to be joined by none other than y'all's favorite, and as he's famously known, producer Eddie. <laughs> I, you, you just you made that up, though. They're not. My, I'm not their favorite. Okay, you, you just are said a favorite. That. You are a favorite. Yeah, but you said it was their favorite, which is cool if that's true. You are. You and Scuba Steve tend to be their top favorites for the best bits. Okay, so I just heard about Scuba Steve. I haven't listened to any of Scuba Steve's, but I hear there's a lot of bleeping that needs to be done. Yeah, there is a lot of bleeping. <laughs> Hilarious. He does that a lot on us, and we're kind of like, uh, why? Like, he's just so passionate about what he's talking about? Essentially. Or that's just, I guess that's just kind of how he talks. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and then I'm, I'm always like, scuba. This is supposed to be family friendly. So, yeah, like, yeah. you can do a little bit here yeah. and there. It is a podcast, <laughs> but like, you can't say the F word. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But he does. His, he his does. sailor mouth comes out. But you two are the favorite. So thank okay. you for joining this weekend. Yeah. Making some time. You're a very busy man going to <sighs> basketball games busy. and I've, everything. I've gotten busy. Yes. Okay. I normally haven't been this busy, but in the last like year, it's been pretty busy. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I've been pretty busy. The basketball games have been. Which is why you are, you are leaving two podcasts coming up soon. Correct? I am. Yeah. I hate that. But. It's also going to open up some time for me. I'm trying to get out and do more speaking for um, foster care stuff, like just trying to get the word out in foster care. A lot of uh, charities are trying to raise money for like different things that they do for foster children. So hopefully when I open up that time, I can put a little more time into doing that. So but with this job, probably that stuff's going to be weekend stuff. Yeah, rather than just kind of like, you know. Wednesday, Thursday stuff, but unless it's in town and you can go at night, kind totally, of mm-hmm. which I would love. Yeah, but and hopefully you can travel and spread yeah. the word even more than just Nashville. That's the goal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, at least now we know the reason behind you leaving. Yeah, Sore I mean, losers, twenty five whistles. Too busy. Um, I mean, really, I wasn't getting. I really wasn't getting done with work, work, work stuff till like seven p.m. every night, sometimes eight. And I'm like, this can't like just because the podcasts, all they do is just delay everything else I have to do. Mm-hmm. So when the podcasts are all done, then it's like, oh, and then I got to do my other stuff. 
And then my wife's like, hey, you going to have dinner with us? I'm like, I can't. I'll be I'll, like, give me 30 more minutes. And the next thing you know, it's like eight o'clock. Everyone's getting ready for bed. I'm like, oh, this is not this is not going to work. So without saying it, you're kind of counting down until April 1st hits because that's when you officially leave. The yeah, is it, that correct? It, it's a little after April. It's like April 7th or something. It's like the end of um, March Madness. Gotcha. By the way, have you been watching March Madness? Well, I've been watching K State. I you haven't know, been like watching any March other Madness. Have you no other basketball games? Just K State. No, Eddie, I don't watch sports. I only watch my teams. Yeah, that's all. But, well, that's all I pay attention okay, to. Okay, let, let's talk about this for a second okay. because last week um, we did Sore Losers podcast, and then afterwards, Lunchbox is like, "Hey, we're going to a bar. We're going to watch the game or whatever. We're going to watch all the games." And so I said, "Okay, I'll, I'll go for a little bit." So we went to a bar. Mm-hmm. It was ten thirty, eleven a.m. The bar was jam packed. But what I was shocked at was there were about like five tables with just girls, like six or seven girls. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, they're not even watching the game. But it was almost just like, hey, the bar's going to be full. Well, Let's yeah, just it's go be full anyway. Of guys, Eddie. Okay. Do you see the strategy yeah, but, here? So none of them had interest in any game, just. No. Because the guys didn't okay. have interest in them. They were watching the TV. I'm not going to say no, because okay. they, they probably did have teams they wanted to watch. And there are girls that love March Madness. So probably No, but they weren't watching. Bit. Like, I'm I'm telling you 100%, none of them were watching the TV screen. And all the guys, if they were watching the guys, the guys mm-hmm. weren't watching them because they were watching the TV screens. Well, but listen, every guy, even interrupted by sports by a pretty girl, is going to say no, hi. No, that's true. So unless their bet unless their bet is really close to losing, I mean, yeah, but then winning. the girl can get in on the bet. It could be a whole flirting situation. <laughs> like that's a great opener. Is that one of your moves? No, but it should be. Apparently, yeah. I just now came up with that as I was sitting here. Who'd you put your money on? Yeah, <laughs> I could just start going up to random guys. Hey, who you got your money on? At least then I know too. Like, are they making money? Are they spending yeah. money? What's their vices? Or they're all sad because they've lost all their money. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, oh, I'm done with you. Exactly. Next. You know, you can't, you can't have somebody who's just a loser. Yeah, you can't. You cannot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, we got a lot to talk about and you got places to be things to do. So yeah. you ready to dive <laughs> We're in? We're good. We're ready. Let's go. <laughs> we had Luke Combs stop by the show this week. So he's in at our number seven spot. And I want to talk about some things. But first and foremost, I want you to help me shout out some listeners. Because, shout out. Well, yes, because there's Ow! been people um, <laughs> DMing me. I've been telling them like, hey, if you listen, if you hear things, let me know. And so this one comes from Katie. She said, I literally wait for your podcast on Saturday to give me something to look forward to. I've come to rely on you for my entertainment. You matter to me. I hope we both find the love we deserve. Hugs from Dallas. Oh, that's sweet. That's a really sweet one. She'll find love. Yeah, she will. You too. Oh, she's you will a too. great person. You know, I hope we all find love. Yes, that's the goal, right? <laughs> that is the that's goal. That's the goal. But if not, I found love in dogs and animals. Yes. And it'll be fine. Do they love you back though? Like for real, I, for real? Yes, they no, do. No, for real, for real. Have you met Remy? No, I know, but, but has she, like... Like, you can never know 100%. She could literally just be faking it so you can feed her. I don't think that's true. No, I know. I, I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and don't you ever put that in my head again. Rude. I just did. From Kathy, she said, just listen to your podcast today as I do every Saturday. I wouldn't miss it. I just want to say I hope you adopt your foster kitty. She seems right at home and will love you forever. That may happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know much about that. Yes, the the foster kitty situation. Mm-hmm. I am considering adopting her currently. She is at surgery, getting some dental surgery done at the shelter. So I'm kind of waiting. Did you to find see how her? That goes. No, so she Somewhere came. How, from, did, how did that happen? She came from a 170 cat hoarding situation, oh my Eddie. Gosh. Oh my goodness! In Mississippi and Nashville, Humane took in 30 of them. Like the Humane Society came in and basically 
split up all the cats in different shelters so everybody could care for them. Wow. And Nashville took on 30. And Hazel is her name. She was one of them. And she's a Siamese. And I had been looking to potentially adopt a Siamese cat because that's what I had growing up. And I really wanted to adopt one. And she came through and I was like, well, that talk about timing. Yeah. And so I've been fostering her for a little over a month. And she's cool at the house with Remy? She's great. And they've been getting along. There's some swatting that's happened and they've tried to like figure each other out. But overall, for like brand new, her coming from a terrible situation, Remy from having only child syndrome, like it's yeah, been going great. That's so All yeah, things considered. So, um, but we'll see. I also may potentially be allergic to her. So no, I'm trying really? to. Uh, Are you sensitive? Are you feeling different? No, but it's also hard. We have like crazy allergy stuff going nah, on right totally. now. totally. Like so I don't I'm have like, cats in my house and my allergies are crazy. Yeah. So, so I, I can't really tell. It could be that. Yeah, totally. But I did start running a filter all the time and now I'm like fine again. So I'm like, hmm, maybe it's just the air. Mm. We just have crappy air okay. in general. But you were never allergic when you had a, nope. a cat when you were a kid. Mm-mm. Mm, but right. honestly, I don't know that that's going to stop me either because I love her so much already. I yeah. just don't. I think I'd figure it out. That's just kind of the person that I am. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's really cool. We'll see. But that's the situation with Hazel. Okay. And hopefully some good news after her surgery and she'll be back home kind of recovering at the house soon. We'll see. Um, and then another one from Joanna. She said, listening to the best bits. Nothing makes me more mad than scammers. She wants me to call the police on the people who stole my lug nuts on my Jeep. They stole your lug nuts? Yeah, in like a recap. Uh, um, In the back lug nuts or like the ones on your tires? All of my tires. But how do your tires stay on? So listen, I took it into a tire shop and they called me and said, hey, there's a lawsuit going on right now with Jeep and you need to replace the lug nuts on your car. And, you know, you tell a girl about a lawsuit, she's going to be like, okay, well, let's fix that. And so they removed all of the lug nuts on my car and put on cheap ones from this factory that were like $50 total. Come to find out from my Jeep dealership, there's no lawsuit going on. And each of my lug nuts cost $16 a piece, which means they stole about $500 worth of lug nuts from my car. And then when I called them to confront them about it, they told me they like threw them away and that didn't happen. And all it basically like came back at me. So she wants Weird. me to- Yeah. Who knew lug nuts? Don't let anybody touch your I'm lug nuts to, on I'm your Jeep. I'm about to go check my Jeep so we can see what kind of lug nuts I yeah. have on there. Uh huh. And you'll see mine. They don't look as aesthetically pleasing now to like. When the we're Jeep done, effect. I want to see your pictures. Like yep. that's mm-hmm. so interesting. So be careful, Jeep. Jeep. They're selling stuff on the black Man, market. People are so shady. I know. What and for earth? what reason? Like yeah. I, I was just. I was already coming to I you mean, guys for 500, business. Five hundred dollars worth. But still, it's it's always trying to find a little way to make more money. That makes me so mad. I know. I hate that. So she wants me to, to call the police for Sue and kind of go after him. Yeah. Which we're trying to figure some stuff out right now, trying to get at Good. least the money back and, you know. Yeah. Whatever. You talk lawsuit. There's going to be a lawsuit. Exactly. Like, who does that to people? Mm. It's also hard for me to comprehend because I would never do that to people. Right. That's why it's so hard for me to be like, this isn't possible. Nobody would do that. I know. You can't think that way, though, because people are just mean. God, they are. evil. Especially when it comes to, like, companies. It's not even just necessarily people. Everybody's just trying to make that extra money. Extra money. Easy. Mm-hmm. Not the hard way. Easy. Easy. Yep. For, for less effort. That's right. <laughs> essentially. Okay, I want to talk about, so Chris Jansen revealed that he's the new owner of Johnny Cash's Mini Pearl Cadillac. Dang. Yeah. Oh, I saw him post that. I didn't know that he bought that. Yep. And he, it has horns in the front. Yeah. And I'll confirm. I mean, now you're making me question it, but he was like, I think he was like, I went and I got to buy it basically. Like I'm the proud new owner. You're probably right. Is the way he put it. Um, but he also said he bought like one of his jacket, his coat jackets. Yeah. Let me see. So then yep, he's the so, new owner of it. So then Johnny Cash bought mini pearls 
Cadillac. Yep. And then he bought it from the Johnny Cash estate. Essentially, yep. Wow. And one of Johnny Cash's like top coats. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah, now yeah, owns yeah, yeah, two yeah. things from Johnny Cash. Yeah, that's really cool. If you could own anything from a celebrity, what would you own? I mean, I, I was <laughs> I was gonna go with like Elvis's one of Elvis's jumpsuits, you know, with all the rhinestones mm-hmm. on it. But like the I'm, white iconic yes, one. Yes, like well, if you go to Graceland, they have he had hundreds. And there's probably like 50 there. Mm. And then the rest are kind of spread all over the world. But there's red ones, blue ones, gold ones, white ones, like all, Isn't all different Isn't the kinds. white one, though, the most iconic, like that he was like, had a lot of photographs in? Yeah, I think I think mm. the, the white one people remember from pictures or whatever. But that to me is cool. But what am I going to do with it? Like, yeah. just I'm not going to wear it. I'm not gonna go out and like put it on. You could become an Elvis impersonator, and you love impersonating. No, but I'm like I'm Mexican. Like I don't look like him. No, but you could be the Mexican Elvis. (laughs) Elvis. It's a a new lane of impersonator. Thank you very much. Muchas gracias. It could be like Coco and Elvis Presley mashed up. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I so I don't know. That would be really cool. But maybe one of his cars would be awesome. I just love everything Elvis. Like when I see people like, um, what about I, one of his guitars? Can yeah, you play so it? I was gonna say that because I saw what's his name, um, Austin Butler, who played Elvis. Mm. I think he ended up keeping one of his guitar straps or something. He got to play, which is one of the very few that got to play one of Elvis's original guitars, which is like oh. so rare and mm-hmm. cool. But like, yeah, guitar, anything Elvis, like. Would be cool. Would be awesome. You know, this reminds me that you need to watch the National Treasure Show on Disney because Elvis is involved. The National Treasure Show? You, have you seen the movies? The National Treasure yeah, movies yeah. with like Nicolas yeah. Cage? There's a show on Disney Plus and your kids would also love it. It's like so a reality show? Like where they're... It's not a reality show. It's like it's a fictional show. Okay, okay. But it's based off the movies and there's a whole episode about Elvis and his entire estate. And, and there's a theory. There's a conspiracy theory about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. And he's part of the treasure hunt. Okay. Okay. So you need to watch it. I will. I will I, watch even that. Even just that, that episode. Just yeah, to see what happens at Graceland. Episode. Yeah. I love that. Because it's wild. That's really I think cool. all the things that they did to exist there. Obviously, mm-hmm. nobody's probably done what they did. But I think the things exist there. It's like, I don't know. There's like The Elvis thing's so cool to me. And like lately... When uh, Lisa Marie died, I did kind of a little deep dive on like, you know, just the family. And it's funny to see now like her Lisa Marie's daughter, Riley, who's an actress now in Daisy and the Six. Oh, yeah. The new Amazon show. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? Daisy and the Six or something? Yeah. Um, And so she's on there. That's that. So so Daisy is Elvis's granddaughter. And it's cool because she can sing like. She sings beautiful Mm. like and it's because Lisa Marie didn't she tried to sing, but she wasn't really good, which was weird. I think everyone was like, that's weird. Elvis's daughter really can't sing. Mm -hmm. But like her her granddaughter, his granddaughter can sing and she almost has like a cool Elvis sound to her voice, which I I think is just so awesome. So wait, have you been watching the show then? I watched like the first three or four episodes. Okay, And it was decent or just more particularly really like her. Well, I, I love any kind of like rock movies like or any kind of like rock star movies yeah movies about musicians like have you ever seen almost famous maybe is it a movie it's a movie and it's like it's an older movie 2000s i think but like any kind of like old 70s rock yes i have seen this like awesome movie Mm -hmm. like one of my favorite movies Mm -hmm. i love movies like that and this is a show but um i yeah so far so good okay but i think it's really cool that that's elvis's granddaughter and like 
she's getting to sing and play kind of like that artist back in the 70s when probably her granddad had just died yeah in that era so yeah so you really cool. you do love you some elvis i love elvis ever since i was a kid so if the the thing that you own from elvis what's it gonna be you can only choose one i'll go jumpsuit and you're right why not just wear it yeah wear it once a month heck yeah even around the house you can even just make <laughs> your reels content with it yeah great i just sing elvis songs yeah. with my elvis jumpsuit on your your wife would be like okay this yeah, jumpsuit's gonna it. get burned enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think um i think i would want to own either shania twain's iconic leopard suit Ooh, do you, does she still have that I think it's at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Really? Or it's in a museum. It's at one of the museums, I believe. And so that's there. And I would love to own that because everybody tries to recreate the outfit. And some people get pretty close, but it's not the outfit, right? She had the long jacket and it was just, oh, and she looked stunning in it. Yeah. Or Reese Witherspoon's dress, her wedding dress from Sweet Home Alabama. Ooh. When she's in the rain and it's like the last iconic scene and it's all like, and I think she owns it. I've never seen Sweet Home Alabama. I did see her on one of those home edits. Yeah. And I think she does own it. Yeah, she does. Because in that episode, Mm -hmm. she has like a whole closet full of the wardrobe stuff that she decided to keep. Yep. Because she kept something from there from Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde, Blonde, the pink one, the pink thing. Yeah. And I think she mentioned it when she called Uh into the show. And that's why I was like, oh my God, how amazing. So like if she ever wanted to part with it, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll take that. I'd wear it every day. I mean, that's so cool that they kept that, you know, because like, mm-hmm. I'm sure, I mean, I mean, how how much stuff do they wear in movies? Oh, And no one's so thinking much. like, oh, I want to keep that. But the fact that she's just like, I like this, I'm going to keep that. Well, it's especially really cool. when it like first happened, right? Like they yeah. d- got done and she's like, oh, I want to keep it now, not knowing how that big it that movie is going to be. Become so iconic. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. Or uh, speaking of a little Shania Twain action, she did get named after a high tech Swiss train. They named it Shania Train. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't that great? It's the new Golden Pass Express train there, which runs through Switzerland. So if you ever go to Switzerland, you can r- ride Shania train. <laughs> feels weird. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that sounds really weird, Morgan. It does. I actually. know. But I want to know something you would like to have your name, take your namesake. Mm, I want a golf course. Ooh, the Eddie. What, the, what would the, it be called? The Eddie. <laughs> like, I want to I want to be called the Eddie. Like, hey, did you get tea time? Yeah, I did. We're playing at two o'clock. Where, where are we playing? We're playing at the Eddie. You know, I do kind of like the Eddie Golf it. Course. How cool would that be? It does have a rake. Yeah, to it. or a boat. Oh yeah, and everybody names their boats, so you could definitely do that. That the, that could be realistic happening. The Eddie. The Eddie. But it'd have to be like a big carnival cruise. Oh, you want like a big one? What about like a yacht? Oh yeah, it would be cool too. Because a yacht's not as big as a cruise ship. But have you ever been on a yacht? I have. You have? Mm-hmm. Not like, like like a yacht with a sail with sails on it, or a yacht that with like a motor, like a. Very high, luxurious lot with a yacht. motor, and it had a bed underneath. It what? wasn't like a massive one that okay, you, like okay. like Jeff Bezos. Whose was this? Some some friend of a friend, and we got invited to go out on boat day. I was like, heck yeah, I'll go. Was out. it on the lake or in the ocean? It's on the lake, so it's not. Again, it's a yacht in like the small style yacht. Yeah, yeah, Still yeah. costs a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, but like not like a yacht yacht. And so you go underneath the front and there's like a whole bedroom down oh, there. Oh yeah, and they have like a kitchen and a whole setup. A bathroom down there and everything. That's crazy. Wild. I've never been on a yacht. Yeah. Oh, like wild. I want to buy a yacht and I want to go sail. I want to take it like to the Caribbean. I know, right? And you can. You can just like sail all I know, the way around. But I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. Like I would have a captain. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense though cuz I wouldn't enjoy trust it. myself. <laughs> Well, no, and if you're on a boat, you want to drink and hang out. You don't totally. want to drive. Yeah, exactly. So, see, this is the one the guy was driving. Like, it was That's his amazing. Boat, and it was on the lake here in Tennessee. But Yeah, I changed You know, forget the golf course. I want a yacht a named yacht. the Eddie. I like the golf course, though. It just, 
when you say the Eddie fashion of it kind of sounds like the Yeti. Yeti. And like it is, Yeti. it has like a ring to it. Yeah. The Yeti. The, the Yeti. The Yeti. What about you? I think, I mean, those were really good. I wasn't even going there. I just want somebody to name a wild <laughs> animal after me. <laughs> Like a giraffe? Yeah, like like a full species. Like we discover a new animal species. Oh, a brand new. So like realistically, that would be like an insect that no one's ever seen, or right? Or a fish. We, or we a discover fish. a lot of like water like creatures. They do. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. That like out of all the years that we've been studying the ocean, there's still new species mm-hmm. of fish that they discover. Yeah. And they're it's like, so we've crazy. never seen this three-eyed a monster fish. It's because they go really deep and you're like, oh, I don't want to go deep see anything. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Can you imagine the creatures down there? Oh, no. I, I imagine there's an entire world down there. Yeah. I genuinely do. For sure. For sure. So <laughs> this weird. This is where we found out. This is where the inspiration for Black Panther and uh, Avatar 2 yeah. and all these things came from is this underwater world. So, okay. So the species, what what kind of species are you, are you wanting? I don't think I... You want land or water? I think I would ideally want like land, a kind of monkey. Okay. A kind of monkey. Yeah, I love monkeys. What do you want to look like? I mean... I like, want... like brown, gray, silver? You know, I don't care what color it is. White. As long as it's not one of those that are like really mean. I want like a sweet monkey. Yeah, but every species is going to have a mean monkey. Well, no, but they're so, like, people. like baboons. They're kind of rude. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they are. They are. They and are. silverback gorillas are kind of scary. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh. I love silverback gorillas. But they're like, they could kill you. Yeah. Well, they'll murder you. Like, but then for you sure. got like a chimpanzee. And nah, really but sweet. then you're going to have a mean one. They're, they're like gonna, people. You're going to have one that's just mean. But just like naturally, at least the majority of them are at least a sweeter species <laughs> than like want to kill you. But they all poke their butt. They do. It's they all weird. pick their butt and smell their fingers. I know, but I love them. I love monkeys. <laughs> They're so cool. And when they swing Every from time. trees or a sloth or a new fe- a new kind of sloth, That'd be those cool. will be the two. You love sloths. I love sloths. I'm telling you, every time I go to a zoo and there's a monkey or there's a monkey exhibit and there's like 10 monkeys in there, you always see two monkeys getting too close to each other. Mm. And I'm like think, they're gonna fight or they're gonna no, like, no no like they're gonna make love mm. and I'm always just like oh god here we go like this is gonna be the moment <laughs> where I'm gonna grab my kids and we're like let's go boys let's go keep on walking because they're always so shady they're always just like picking fleas off their backs and you know like it's like you're seeing like the romantic scene play out <laughs> yes and you shouldn't be watching because this is their private life yeah but they're on exhibit uh-huh. but I'm telling you, in the if you ever get to get a chance to go to the Memphis Zoo it's unbelievable. Why, what makes it more unbelievable than other zoos? Because no one goes. And so <laughs> no one goes to the zoo. Like you will be the only person there and they have everything. They have polar bears. They have grizzly bears. They have silverback gorillas. They have lions. And all of these animals don't see people a lot. So when you show up, they all just stop what they're doing and stare at you. Oh, but that makes me sad. They don't get to see people. Oh, I know. But it's cool because they're like. Well, like, what's up with you? And they walk up to you. Like they want to eat you? The gorilla will just like stare at you and look away and then look at you again. And then like, well, I look away and then look at you again. Like, see if you're still there. And it's like the most interaction you'll ever get with an animal. The lions are just like, they'll walk right up to you. Hmm. And it's crazy because a lot. I feel like this is because they want to eat you. Maybe. But a lot of the other (laughs) zoos, like they see so many people that they're just like, they just look down. Like, "Mm." you can tap on the window. They won't even turn around. Oh, you know. Yeah, because they're tired of our crap. They are tired of our crap. <laughs> but a lot of these are rescues, too. That's fair. And Because I think they have pandas, too, in Memphis. They had, they had two pandas, and I think one of them got shipped back to China. Oh. Well, I do because, know. Because they are rescue pandas, and they try to rehab them here and okay. then send them back. 
See, I like that. That's more my, I my think vibe. That's really the goal for some zoos. Well, I think most of them are trying to help endangered species or mm-hmm. nearly endangered. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the goal, which I am more okay with. But still, it's still hard. I'm like, dang, what if in like an alternate reality, the zoos are are people and we're in there and then the animals are Or out. is that already happening? Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's probably like they're all... watching us right now. Yeah. Like you were we... just on TikTok. Right? We were the zoo just we were a second the zoo. ago. This, I'm showing you a baby rhino, rhino that just no. got born in Wichita. My oh mom my sent me that goodness. picture and I was like, oh my that. God. You can flip through them. There's a few of them. That here. is the cutest thing in the whole wide world. Who took I'm, these pictures? So it's from, uh, I believe it's Tanganyika that had the baby rhino. I need oh to confirm that. Goodness. It could be the uh, oh Sedgwick my, County Zoo that had it. My, I love this thing. Uh-huh. It's so cute. And I was so like, I've cute. never seen a baby rhino in my life. <laughs> yep, Tanganyika. And it was born after a 14th month pregnancy. What? Wild. 14 months? Uh-huh. But look, you know, like, so the crazy thing about pregnancy is that, like, uh, mom gets tired, right? Mm-hmm. Mom gets, like, exhausted because she's pregnant. And I remember we were having our first kid, and my wife was asking, like, why, why am I so tired? And the doctor's like, imagine that your body is making organs. Like, your body is right now making mm-hmm. a heart. The heart's already made, making a liver, making a kidney, making uh, all of these organs that the baby has like that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. So you talk about how long was that? 14 months, 14 months creating this little baby rhinoceros. That's nuts. That is crazy. I've never looked at it that way. And we we didn't either. We didn't either until we asked. Like, why mm-hmm. is she so tired? Like, well, this is why. Literally creating life within your within the womb. Yeah, and you're not moving your hands. You're not physically, <laughs> like, running anywhere. Your body's working yep. so hard to create this thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. crazy. Well, we got an Elvis jumpsuit mm-hmm. and Thank an animal much. species. Yes. <laughs> Get at me polar opposites. The Morgan. I love it. Oh, are you going hunting? Yeah, I'm going to go get me a Morgan. Oh, no. No hunting. They don't get hunted. <laughs> Rude. But they'd be, I think they'd be called the Morgan Lane. That's the that's the my first middle name. The Morgan Lane. Morgan Lane. Ooh, the Morgan like, Lane. Morgan's okay. Yeah. But like Morgan Lane is much more elegant. Or and, and it's more unique. Yeah. Than Morgan of a lot of Morgans. And Lane is spelled differently too. I'm LA, not gonna say it on here because I got, I got you. Know, you. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, got you. I got you. <laughs> a little bit of privacy here. I see what you're saying. Oh, uh, we also caught up with Arkansas Keith this week, and it was also your birthday this week. What'd yeah. You, what'd you do? What was your birthday day? Nothing. Like? I didn't do anything. I worked all day. Um, and then, you know, we went out to eat. We went to Hibachi, which is cool. Nostalgic because like when I was a kid, that was our thing to do. Mm, like yeah. we had one Hibachi place in town and anytime we had a birthday, we would go there and it was so much fun and a lot of memories. And what's cool for me is that like when my four boys they love like they love hibachi because it's so entertaining to them. Mm-hmm. Now, on our way there, they asked, "Dad, like what what do you really want for your birthday?" And I said, like, "You really want to know what I want? I want you guys to behave, to sit down in the restaurant, don't like make a ruckus, don't yell across the table, don't throw stuff at the chef. Like be well." Wait, do they normally throw stuff at the chef? They're just wild. Like they're wild because it's four of them. Yeah. And, and, we, and they probably feed off each other. Yes. If it was just two or me, maybe three, we can separate them enough, you know, to where they're not mess. But like we can't, my wife and I, there's only two of us. Yeah. So we can only separate two of them, you know, so mm-hmm. two of them have to be together. 
And like, yes, they feed off each other. And so I said, what I really want, guys, for my birthday is for y'all to behave in the restaurant. Sit down. Don't run around and eat your food. And let's just have a good, solid, peaceful hour. And they're like, okay, yes, dad, we can do that. And they did. They did it. They did it. They, it so awesome. All you have to do, to do is ask. Yeah, no, all I had to do was have a birthday. Like I ask mm-hmm. all the time and they don't do oh. it. It, 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 it. This was special. Yes. Because and and then my 15 year old is just like, guys, 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 let's do it for dad. All right. All right. Let's, let's like, he's never the leader. I'm always like, dude, you're the leader. Please. Like, he's like, I don't want to take that on. No, he's always just like, whatever, dad, they have a mind of their own. Like yeah. I can't do anything. But, but on my birthday, he was like, guys, 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 chill out. Do it for dad. Hey, I mean, aren't you proud of your 15 year old though? He's got some respect with your I, other kids. Yes. I yes. mean, that's like, that's a cool thing. Yeah. Well, I keep telling them that I'm like, dude, they look up to you. Everything you do, you won't, you may not realize this, but everything that you do, they're going to look up to you mm-hmm. and they're going to, that's going to be the standard because you're older and you're the one that's doing it. And they're going to be like, oh, if he does that, then this is what I do. Well, you do at least have some saving grace because I think your 15-year-old is a pretty good kid. He's a great kid. Sweet kid. <laughs> He's awesome. But he does have a tendency to bring middle school home. Oh. And, you know, and, that, and that means like the stuff they talk about in middle school. Oh. The And it's probably getting even a little bit yes, more. Yes. Yeah. And the things they're into in middle school. And then he comes home and he's hanging out with a bunch of nine and eight-year-olds. And he's like, yeah, guys, you know, so this. And I'm like, whoa, 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 mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's leave middle school middle school. And when you come home, like you're just the big brother. Uh, He's like, all right, oh. I, have to, I just have to remind him. That's but tough. It is tough. That's just parenting. And it's, it's never ending. It's nonstop. It's every Morgan. day. It's every day. And that's another thing, too. It's like for my birthday, I kind of wanted just like peace because my life is so chaotic every day with four yeah. boys. Like it's just loud. There's always something going on. And so on my birthday, I'm like, I don't want to party. I don't want to do anything crazy. I just want peace, like just peace. How, how old does that make you feel at this point in your life? So old, <laughs> so old. And that's another thing too. You're like 44. Like, are we really celebrating this? But that's not old. That's what's I funny know. about. It's just the way that you are now in your life and like mm-hmm. the way that your life is, it has transpired that you're like, I want peace. And I'm like, dang, Eddie, are you turning 60 or are you turning 44? <laughs> well, that's what my wife says. It's like, we're going to have peace when we're older. I'm like, I don't want to wait that long. It's true, though. You know, I think there's this kind of this crazy notion and everything. Ray and I were talking about this just like vacation, vacationing. can't say that word. That everything is like, it'll happen when I'm older. It'll happen when I retire. It'll happen when this happens. And I'm like, so much of our life depends on when something else happens. Yeah. And we don't know if we're going to make it. Yeah. Like, who knows what's going to happen in the yeah, next 20 years? Exactly. So it is crazy to think. I want my peace now. I don't exactly. want it later. You wanted it for one day and you yeah. got it. Maybe when the kids are all out, we'll go party and we'll turn the music up and no peace. But now I want peace. That's fair. It's true, though. When he when your your oldest two will, will turn 21, you'll probably go out and party out, party it up with them. Probably. That's what my parents I know. We were ta- me, me, Ray and Lunchbox were talking about that earlier about just kind of like um, how we were dinner table families. Like I think me and Ray were dinner table families for our whole life when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Even when we were in high school, it was like we all ate at the dinner table every night like the whole family did. And Lunchbox is like, we didn't do that. Like, never. I Last time I was in fifth grade is when we all ate at the dinner table. But it's like, I like that. And it's cool, too, when, like, high school, those were better dinner table times because it wasn't so much like, eat your food. It wasn't like, hey, sit down. Don't mm-hmm. play with your food. Don't throw macaroni with, at your brother. Like, it was more of, like, actually conversations 
a cool like things about friends and oh so and so did this today it was really funny or whatever and like those are the good times and we're almost especially with my 15 year old we're getting there yeah to where we can have like good conversations at the dinner table i love Aww. that were you a dinner table That's family true no we really were i mean sunday night dinners were a thing but sunday night dinners were like a nine o'clock thing it wasn't like early <laughs> we were always really late and life was all, we were always playing sports so dinners yeah that was makes, not really that makes an it so it was kind of like you get home and you dad makes something real quick and you go to bed. Yes. Or you already ate at the ballpark or whatever. Yeah. I had yeah. like my pretzel or whatever yes. that I found and the candy. So not a lot. But I, like as we got older, it did turn into that. That's because cool. Y- you make more time. You also realize how important that is as you get older. Mm-hmm. When you're a kid, you're like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to sit at the dinner table with mom and dad. Right. You know, just give me my food. I'll sit in front of the TV. Right. But now, like, I, yeah, I think it was probably like middle school, high school. And that kind of did. Where do you eat now? On my couch. On your couch? TV? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do because I'm not like, it'd be weird for me to like sit at the dinner table. By yourself? <laughs> it's all lonely. You so, put music on, candlelight. Yeah. It'd, be very, it'd be very like movie-esque, very yeah. weird. Um, but sometimes I do sit at the kitchen counter and I'll just kind of like sit there and eat something if I'm snacking. You have your laptop on? Yeah, yeah. If I'm working. But most of the time it's the couch. I have like a permanent indention, I think, in one part of the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how you have a whole couch? Yeah. Or like maybe two couches mm-hmm. and you always sit in your one little corner. Yeah. I have my corner. Yeah. That's fun. Hey. Do you sleep on the same taking, side of your bed? Nobody's taking your corner. Um, or do yes, you alternate? I do still have my side, but I always like kind of venture to the middle and starfish. Oh, so you take the whole the yeah. whole bed. Yeah. yeah. I guess if, I, I would do that Depending on where Remy's at, because most of the time I start out the night cuddling with her and then she goes somewhere else. Yeah. And then I'm like starfished by yeah. the time I wake up. <laughs> Just so, take the whole thing. Yeah. I, you know, I don't get that for very long. Yeah. At some point in my life, that's going to change. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but see, like when my wife goes out of town... I still sleep on my little side. You do? You yeah. don't take the whole bed? Uh-uh. It's like your one chance. I think it's just years of years and yeah. just like sleeping in the same Wait, spot. Wait, so who gets which side? I get, okay, so if you're looking at the bed, I get the left. Okay, is, is that closest to the door? No, furthest oh. away from the door. Why, okay. should I be close to the door? Oh, well, yeah, just like case, somebody like, comes some, in. Yeah, that's you, weird. You're like the, and the one about to that. take it on. Dang, I should switch. That's why I always sleep on the right side because cl- the left is closest to the door. But but you've moved. Has, has it always been the well, same. If I if I am with someone, it's always, I've always been on the right side uh, in my room, particularly because the closest to the door is the left. Okay, so so whoever is there is going to protect you. Yeah, and my panic button is on the right side of my bed. You have a panic button? <laughs> yeah. Like if the, something happens, like some, at the bank. Like if somebody, like if someone's robbing the bank, they hit the button. You yeah. have one of those. But it's it it calls cops. Yes, but on top of that, it also sounds my entire house alarm. So wow. like if somebody were to break in, it's not going to just be like the my alarm that goes off. It's going to be a panic alarm that also goes off. Dang. So like if I hear something and I don't want to leave my room and I just want to scare them off, I just like can hit the button. That's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. I put I got Fort Knox going on at my house. That's Eddie. what I'm talking about. <laughs> I had to Love be prepared. It. But I love that. I also love that you guys are getting to do that early on with your kids, yes. too. And hopefully it stays that way. My wife's definitely the one that is really on like, hey, we have to have dinner at the table. Like, let's do it. And we don't always do the dinner table. We'll do the countertops or whatever, like yeah. the, the kitchen counter or whatever. But I would say like once or twice a week, we're like, hey, let's sit at the dinner table. And I feel like that's feasible, though. There are some families I've heard of that like do it every night. And I'm like, how? Mm, it's how, tough. how do you manage that? That's hard. But like a few nights a week, I get that. That mm-hmm. makes you need that time to like it, and also just get closer in yeah. some ways. Yeah. And like catch up on what's happening. Yeah. It's how you really get to catch up and like ask, mm-hmm. how's, how's your day? Like, what's going on with your buddy? Like, what's going on with your best friend? I was bring. I was like, make everyone awkward. Like, all right. How are your girlfriends doing? We don't have girlfriends, dad. 
Wait, does Ugh. anybody have a girlfriend? No, no none of them. Yet. One of them has a crush on a girl. Ooh. But that's it. Okay. I mean, we can't talk about it very much. Like he, he gets very upset. Okay. I won't talk about it. I want to mm-hmm. talk about it. It's fair. Listen, I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to talk about it when I was young, too. Right, right. Like, uh, that was a secret, basically, until I was in high school. And then I was, I still don't want to talk about it, but at least my parents knew. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's weird. It's weird when you're a kid and you realize that you don't want to talk about all that stuff. Okay, well, you did have this exciting birthday that you got a yes. lot of peace. Yes, a lot of peace. It was awesome. <laughs> and it's funny. And that- I got a Taylor Swift record, which is interesting. Oh, from who? <laughs> One of my boys. Because I do like vinyl records. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I got a vinyl. And I opened it up and I'm like, the new Taylor. Interesting. It's like pink. It's like lavender. I'm like, okay, okay. I like it. I do love Taylor. And like, they know that. Yeah. I didn't think about getting the new (laughs) Taylor vinyl, but I did. So it was kind of funny. We ate cake while I played the vinyl in the kitchen and everything. And it was pretty funny. hilarious. I think it's just funny when you give kids like, all right, like here's $20. Go find something for dad. (laughs) <laughs> one but, of them was like, he loves records. He loves Taylor say, Swift. At least he got it right that you love records. Yeah. And that's a thing. And you love music. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Even further, that's Taylor Swift. Though. Hilarious. And one of them, he broke my OtterBox um, like a week ago. So yeah. he got me a new OtterBox. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Isn't that funny? These are some great kid gifts. I know. Normally, it's it, like, here's my artwork from last right, week. Right, right. He was like, Dad, sorry I broke your OtterBox. I got you a new one. Oh. <laughs> it's like... You're like, okay, well, you, you did break it, but like, uh-huh. I, it's the thought that counts. It's is so there. funny. I love it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, you are an Aries, and I'm, I'm an about Aries. to read you your horoscope. You ready? This is for the month? This is for the day. the day. Okay. You got up on the wrong side of the bed today. It may be best if you stay to yourself. Jeez. Venus is in your 12th house of soul growth and undoing and privacy and secret, helping you to work through some things that you've buried deep down for quite some time now. And spend the weekend reflecting on these things. So come Monday, you'll be in a better mindset. Your day is a five. Your energy color is brown. Wow. Poopy, man. <laughs> that is not good. But I don't feel that. Uh, yeah. I actually feel good today. Mm-hmm. Now, there are days when I do wake up like that. I know. So it's just it's it's probably catching into a vibe that maybe you had had this yeah. week. It may not be this day in particular. Oh, but. I definitely did have a vibe like that this week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So but I got over it pretty quick. Did, did you go to bed and you woke up on the better side of the bed? Uh, yes. Oh. Yeah. And usually I have to talk to my wife about stuff before that happens. Because if I don't talk to her about it and I go to bed, it's not like an automatic restart. Yeah. You wake up like still feeling like, oh. And I've had some weird dreams this week, this, this week too, which is like weird. Have you been eating any new foods? Hibachi. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing that, like that. could elicit some dreams. You know what, though? I haven't really eaten a lot. Oh. Like, what's been happening during the days is, like, there's been so much loaded up in the day where I'm like, I ate two bars and a banana, and it's, like, 5 o'clock. Yeah. So that, that could be it. That does have an impact. So, I don't know. But weird dreams where I'm just like, man, that was wacky. Like, very well, realistic you're and also wacky. working out a lot more. Yes. And when you, I believe... Uh, don't quote me on that, but I believe when you are working out more and your body's using just more energy and things, it can also just any type of change mm-hmm. in your daily routine can elicit like dreams or nightmares or something. Weird. Okay. And it's just like your body's changing. Okay. So it could be a good thing. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it was, it's just, it's Hopefully fine. they're not nightmares. N- what? They're not nightmares. No, 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 no. The, like nightmares is like. Even if it's like a a bad dream, I don't even think that's a nightmare to me because I'm not like, (gasps) I'm not terrified. I just wake up always confused. Like that was just weird. (laughs) 
Like, <laughs> that's the worst when you wake up, especially if you if you wake up confused from whatever dream you had, and you wake up confused about like what day or time it is, and you're like, "There's a lot of things I don't understand right now." Yeah, and you like just cave into into the world. Basically. Yeah, it's like so hazy and weird. Yeah. Like there was one like a few weeks ago where I was like, my wife and I were fighting, and she was like mad at me about something, and then I woke up really just like, "Hey, like, are you mad at me?" Like what happened? And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you were mad at me in my dream. And I'm like, and I could not get you to stop being mad at me. She's like, no, like we're fine. I don't know what you're talking about, but Is that crazy? it's so realistic in your mind. You're just uh-huh. like, man, I just have this feeling like she's mad at me. You know what? What if in a couple of years we find out that our dreams are like a prediction of what's to come or what did happen? Like yeah. it's a projection of what happened, like all these kind of different, I mean, if you really think about it, the craziness of like having a dream is kind of wild. Yeah, it is. And you're like, it, and it always has a little bit of truth to it, right? Sure. It's not like entirely outputting unless you're like dreaming about like wild things. <laughs> Maybe there's other <laughs> stuff going on. But most of the time it has something to do with your life. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what is that? Is that telling me something about my past? Is it telling mm-hmm. me about my future? Like, I mean, it's a dream, but I have a feeling there's going to be more that we find out about dreams and it's as just, we get more technology. Totally. And it's just weird that like our brains don't shut off. Like mm-hmm. out of everything, I think we need the brain needs a rest. Yes. Because we're always just thinking but and analyzing. Rests. But it never rests. It's like a horse. They don't like they just stand up. <laughs> horses do rest. No, 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 no. Is it? No, no. Horses don't sleep. Who is it? I think it's a horse. I was literally watching a horse cuddle a girl on TikTok and sleeping today. So with eyes closed? Yes. You, you watch him like drift off. Okay, maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. For my whole life, I believe either horses or cows, one of the two, like just don't sleep. I don't know if cows do. I know they do rest, like they uh-huh. they lay down. We, I had horses and cows growing up. I don't know that I've ever seen. I never saw a horse a on cow the, sleep. I guess I did see the horse kind of sit down a little bit. They sit down and they full on lay down. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them like to play dead too. It's just pretty funny. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I like. I always liked them when they rolled up on their backs. And or they're whatever. like a huge dog. <laughs> yes, long legs. They're so pretty. But you may be right in cows. I don't know about okay. cows. One of the two. I don't know. I don't know that I ever saw a cow sleep. And they're now always chewing. They are always, <laughs> always chewing like it's, something. It's kind of like a um an elderly person. You know how they always <laughs> yes, have something they're, they're chewing on. <laughs> they're always chewing on something. Yeah, that was funny. Love that forgot about my TikTok too. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. 
And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Bobby shared his top three favorite radio singles right now, which are all jams. But do you have a jam? Yeah. Right now, Eddie. Yeah, Morgan Wallen. Thought you should know. Thought you should know. It's just been my jam, like, ever since I was in California for Pebble Beach. Okay. And uh, I was listening to the radio there. And it was like, our show is delayed. So when we do it live... We are two hours. It airs two hours later. Okay. So I got to actually listen to it, which never happens. You never get to listen to our own show. Yeah. <laughs> and like I was in the in the car going to Starbucks and I was listening to our show and that song played a lot. Like this, this uh, Monterey, California radio station played that song a lot, mm. probably every four songs. And so I got to hear it over and over and I finally got to analyze it a little bit. I'm like. Dang, that song's so good. Because I never listen to lyrics. I'm not a lyric guy. Mm-hmm. And You're more of a melody guy? I'm more of a melody guy. Even when like I write songs, I'm the melody dude. I'm not the song writer. Like okay. I don't like to really like I don't care. Like I like songs that with cool hooks or whatever, but storytelling to me is like, yeah, I can take it or leave it. But um that song, the way he's talking about his mom and the line of um You've been worried. Have you been losing sleep since 94? Like when he was born? Yeah, when he was born or whatever. And it's like, I felt that. Like as a parent, you feel that. Like I think one of my boys, we're going to be losing sleep. We lose sleep now and we will continue to lose sleep. You know, because like as a parent, you do worry about your kids and you pray about them. And you're like, I hope they find a good, you know, woman. And I hope they like have a good life, have good lives and good families and good jobs and all that. And like, you just want them to have a good life. And so I felt that when I, when I listened to, when I listened to that song, it's like Morgan living his crazy life, but stopping for a second and realizing like, Hey, mom's probably worried about me. Yeah. You know, who, I should probably check in on her. You know who wrote that with him who? and why it's such a just insane song. Tell me more. Miranda Lambert wow. and Nicole Gallion. Oh, cool. All three of them wrote it together. Wow. And it makes so much sense. Like such a, just great song from three just insanely talented songwriters. Yeah. So that's it, really it tracks. Cool. And it makes sense too because 
especially for Nicole Gallion. She's a mom mm-hmm. and she was probably providing some perspective in there. And Miranda Lambert, who has like all of her animals, like there's just probably different perspectives that got into that writing room. Uh, probably two women being like, hey, have you talked to your mom lately? Yeah. Like, have you checked on your mom at all? Oh, crap. No, <laughs> I haven't talked to her in a month. <laughs> well, maybe you should. Yeah, that is a good song. I mean, there's a lot of jams on that new album that he put out, but that's a really yeah. good one. Uh, so that's my jam right now. Okay. Yours? That's a really good one. I, I do love all the Morgan Wallen stuff. I have I have like a top three and they're all, I, you probably haven't heard any of these. Come on. But there's one called It Didn't by Madeline Merlo. There's one called Pretty Girl Era from Lou Kala. These are all popish songs. Okay. And then one from Bryn Elliott called Tell Me I'm Pretty. And these three are like on repeat for me lately. And they're all different vibes. Like um, It Didn't is kind of like a breakup song, but it's like you think it ruined me, but it didn't. Oh. Pretty Girl Era is like, I'm in my, like, I don't give a crap what anybody says. I am in my Pretty Girl Era. <laughs> Literally. It's like a, let me feel good. And then Bryn Elliott is... Uh, the song Tell Me I'm Pretty is leans into the fact of like you always thought you needed somebody to tell you that you're pretty or you're a good person or whatever. But I didn't. I just needed me to tell me that. Mm. So like all kind of like empowering songs of different yeah, yeah, angles. Yeah. But they're all on repeat a lot. Yeah. Deep. You, so you, you like you like the emo songs. These, you know, what's interesting is all of these are very upbeat. Yeah. But they just the but vibes. They mean, yeah. I, they and mean, I love lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Lyrics is my vibe. So like if so I when you hear a song, you listen to lyrics first. Yeah. Especially I'm paying attention to like, is it catchy? Yeah. Am I like, ooh, I want to keep saying that over and over? Or I'm like, ooh, is that a good hook? Like, what was that? Where'd that come from? Yeah. And then I listen to the melody. I love both of them, especially when they, you know, get combined together and it's like a masterpiece. But I'm definitely paying attention to lyrics. First. How do you find these songs? Just like listen to different new music that drops every Friday. I'm like, ooh, what's that? And but, I, but like, where do you go to? Like, do you go to like your on, streaming? Your... Yep. I just go like on iHeartRadio. I'm like, what dropped today? What's new? And most of the time, a lot of my stuff that pops up for me is pop music. Mm-hmm. I really listen to like country and, pop, country and pop, but pop is probably more heavily what I listen to. And so a lot of that pops up on my thing and I'll listen to them. And there's a lot of good ones, but then there's some I'm like, oh, I would have never heard this before. Yeah. Because it's like a new artist or, yeah. you know, they have one song out. They don't have an album. And but they all pop up through there. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's how I find them. I just I, listen every Friday. I like TikTok. TikTok kind of introduces mm-hmm. me to a lot of music. And then I'm like, oh, that's a cool song. And then I go back and I start looking at like, oh, what kind of music do they make? And then I look at the band and I'm just like, it's so weird to me that you can really love a song. And then when you go to the band and you're like, well, dang, that's like none of their songs sound like the song I like. Yeah, you're like, so you're just like, well, forget this band. I just like the song. It's also funny when you hear the hook and you're like, oh, this is really good. And then you go listen to the whole song. You're like, yes, that was not good. You're like, this song is not good. (laughs) that, That happened to me like two days ago. When we were like cooking and I had a song, because I usually just like, I look it up. Oh, I like that song. Add it to my library. Yep. And then I shuffle and I just play my whole library. And it's like old stuff to new stuff <laughs> to like whatever. And one song popped up and my wife was like, what is this? And I'm like, I don't know. I've never heard this song in my life. And we were like, this is not good at all. And then finally the hook came in. I'm like, oh, this is the song from TikTok. But yeah, you're right. I didn't listen to the whole song. Yep. And they'll get you sometimes uh-huh. that way. I'll be like, dang, that's a really good song. And I listen to it. I'm like, that's not a good <laughs> song. That's not good at all. <laughs> they get you with those hooks, uh-huh. man. That's funny. I Yeah, I feel like that's going to happen more and more often, especially with TikTok making things go viral. So I get it. Well, now you guys all have a playlist full of the songs that we like to yeah. jam to this weekend so i'm um, i'm glad for you guys you can have a fun weekend to our favorite jams <laughs> right now i want to also know what's something that you did as a kid that still haunts you to this day 
man. Do you want me to let you think about it? Yeah, yeah okay. you go first. I mean, what did I mean? I did a lot of stupid stuff. <laughs> I know. Kid. Maybe that maybe this might spark something. Okay. So, um, and my dad's gonna hear this and have like straight up PTSD from the moment that it happened. But I closed the garage door on my dad's truck. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. When uh when we gosh, I was in middle school, maybe early middle school, maybe even elementary school. And I closed the garage door after like playing outside. And I just remember hearing the screeching of oh, the no. back of the car. Oh, and I was no. like, oh, and I didn't even go inside. I didn't go inside to say what happened. I went and sat on the porch because I didn't want to get in trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> I saw it and I knew what happened. And I was like, I'm just going to sit on the porch until I get yelled at. <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's a funny reaction. Oh, yeah. Because I knew I knew I was going to be in so much trouble. Yeah. And I was trying to do the right thing. Right. I'd been told to always close the garage door. And I was trying. But, you know, my dad, for whatever reason, had his car like not all the way in. And I just went and sat and I was like, I'm going to get yelled at. And I just like contemplated, you know, what was going to happen. And about sure enough, like five minutes later, my parents were like, what are you doing? And I was like, I made a mistake and I got in so much trouble. So what what broke the garage door? The garage door didn't break, but so it, my dad's truck was parked perfectly that the door basically scratched, like just like oh, scratched the front, down. The front of the car. No, it scratched on the his tailgate of his oh. car. Like his car was like nearly in. He was like unloading groceries or something before, and, and it just that's had it why the it little in. laser thing didn't like. And it didn't trip it. Mm-mm. Oh man! It was like perfectly at a point where it hit it, but not like gonna stop. But you know, probably cheaper to replace the tailgate. Than like another part of the car. Yeah, I was like paint, but boy, I mean, boy, did I get in trouble for not paying attention. Yeah. It, it was bad. That's a good one. And that one still haunts me. Like whenever I park in any type of garage, like even just an open garage and the little thing comes up and down <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got to go fast. Get me out of yeah. here. I'm terrified of those. I'm terrified of like just a regular garage. I'm like, is my car all the way in? I ch- check it every single time. I, it's just like I, every day. It still impacts me to this day. Like what, 15, 20 years later? Now, in your garage, do you are you the tennis ball hanger? I don't have a tennis okay. ball in mine, no. <laughs> no, but I do have, so there's an outlet in my garage, uh-huh. and I know that my mirror always has to be past the outlet a little bit to be in. Got it. But I still double check. Even yeah. though I have that like marker, mm-hmm. I still make sure every time I'm like, is my car in? Cool. Yeah, every the, time. The kids have like a basketball rack, you know, like right at the very end of the garage. So I tap it. So basically, I like my bumper hits the basketballs, and whenever I see the rack move a little bit, I'm good. Oh, that's but I've got to actually like hit something. Oh, I've got to actually it. tap them. Yeah, so you can see like the rack kind of shake a little bit. I'm like, that's all right, I'm good. Funny. Mm-hmm. So you don't have a tennis no ball, tennis but you have ball. basketballs. <laughs> but tennis ball people, tennis ball hanging people, that's a certain kind of person. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty sure we had one in that house when we lived <laughs> in that one because like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the tennis ball hanging and it touches your windshield and then you stop. But you know what? It's fair. Now that like I think of that, it I'm makes like, sense. It's pretty clever. Yeah, it is clever. Whoever Somebody came, up, came with up with that. Mm-hmm. I did see a commercial with a dog where you know how they do the commercial sometimes where the dogs are driving the cars. No, you've never seen those. No, it's I don't know if it's insurance or a car brand. I'm not sure, but it's these golden retrievers driving the cars. Okay, and the tennis ball was hanging on one of them. <laughs> That's funny. And the dog like brought it in and was like trying to make sure to park it. This is what like triggered my memory of like having these terrible things happen. But uh, he was parking the car, and then he sees a tennis ball, and he starts trying to eat it from inside the car. It's <laughs> hilarious. Funny. I was like, this is a great commercial. Hilarious. So that's my my thing that still haunts me to this day. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think what I'm worried about is, like, my kids um, throwing parties. Oh, okay. Because when I was younger, like, 
Oh, this is the worst one, too. And it, this wasn't even good. And I, I may have told you the story. But when I was in high school, um, we were going to go to a girl's house. Like all of all of our friends, probably like 20 of us. We're going to go to this girl's house because her parents were supposed to be out of town. And we're going to party at her house. And everyone bought beer. We're all 18 years old. Like, I don't know how we all got beer. But we all had everything. And we were going to go to her house. And her parents were there. And she's like, we can't do it here anymore. Like, my parents didn't leave. And so I told one of my friends, I said, forget, forget that then, dude. Let's just hang out at my house. My, my dad's out of town. My mom's here, but just come over like you and so and like just two people and we'll just hang out in my backyard and we'll just, just drink. Oh, you're drinking in the backyard. So, oh yeah. And so he was like, okay, yeah, okay. We'll be, we'll be there in like 10 minutes. So my buddy Oscar shows up with Brian and then another car and then another car and then another car and everyone that was supposed to go to that these dumbasses sorry these <laughs> you're idiots, like Steve now, these idiots that like we were supposed to go party at this girl's house invited everyone to come to my house and they all showed up oh. i'm talking like 20 30 people like start coming into my backyard and like with beer and everything and music and like my mom comes out like what is happening like get in here right now and so she pulls me in the house she's like what is this and i'm like i don't I have no idea like i literally told oscar and brian they can come over that was it they invited the whole town like and she's like you better get everyone out of here right now and so she like, wasn't like okay cool it's fine she was like no, no you're in big my trouble. parents were never the it's cool it's fine my parents were like uh-uh like no <laughs> And so, yeah, so she made me tell every single one of my friends, like, you can't be here right now. You got to go. Like, everyone's got to leave. Dang, and bad then, on Oscar, though, okay? Yeah, bad on Oscar, for sure. Oscar was the jerk here. Yeah. Like, and so, not only that, I had to tell everyone to leave. And they were just like, you serious? I'm like, dude, yes, I'm serious. Like, got to go. And in high school, that's a big deal. Like, you're yeah. the party pooper. Like, what? Everyone said you, you, everyone said you were the cool guy. Everyone said that you were going to party at your house. No, you got to leave. Mm-hmm. And then my mom was like, you're in big trouble. Like, I'm going to tell your dad. And like, I don't know if you can go to prom now. And <gasps> this like, is around prom. Yeah, it was like a week before prom. And so like, I got grounded. I eventually got to go to prom. But I mean, that whole week, I didn't think I was going to go to prom. So like, now that I have four boys, oh. I worry about what they're going to be doing when we're out of town. Do you think they you're going to be the parent that's like, it's cool, it's fine as long as y'all are safe? Or you're going to be the one that, no, you're in big trouble? Gosh, I don't know. Especially like, I, knowing like what you were like. As a I kid. know. I know. And like, I don't know. I, I really don't know what kind of parent I'm going to be because we're not there yet. I would say I probably have about four more years before my 15 year old. Well, maybe three more years. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I know my wife for sure is going to be like, no, like 100 percent. You cannot hang out here. Um, Obviously, we know what they're doing. So you kind of have to be like, hey, like, just be careful. Um, do it here. Don't drive. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. Like you because you don't want to be the cool parent. Because let me tell you, the cool parent, the, the kids that had the cool parents, those people aren't good right now. Like they're, yeah. they've had problems like yeah. since then because their parents were always like, yeah, man, what are you, 15 years old? Just drink with us. You're fine. Like, yeah, they're not good. They still mm-hmm. drink today, like heavily. And we're 44 years old, <laughs> you know? So like, I don't know. I don't want to be the complete cool parent, but I also don't want to be like the, 
oblivious, like, you know, don't drink because I know they're going to drink. You can, you can be like my parents were. They were very much in the middle. They always allowed us to have, I shouldn't say always, we'd still got in trouble. Trust me. I snuck out a lot and I got in a whole lot of trouble often. But when I asked and when I was being a good kid, I would ask to have people over. We'd have people over often at our house and it became like the place that we would always congregate before dances or yeah. before anything. Like our, our house kind you of pre became that. Yeah, but like they didn't know we were drinking. You know, like effort to my parents. But did they? They could have, but they never were like, this is okay. You can do this. Right. They always said, you can have your friends over. You can take your pictures here. You can do your, your pre-hang. So how here. are you drinking? Oh, I mean, we have water bottles full. Like, there, there's a really funny story that one one time, what we used to do was put vodka in water bottles and oh God, we would go places. A, that idea. Oh yeah. But one time, one of those water bottles ended up in the real fridge and not the downstairs fridge mm-hmm. where all of our stash was that my parents never went into. So like I said, they're really cool, but like we had at least a separation. So like they never knew that it was genuinely happening. I'm sure they had an idea that stuff was happening. But they would never allow that if they knew it. And so we had this water bottle. And my sister and I had gotten to this place where we were friends. You know, up until that point, we had hated each other. <laughs> you and your sister. Yes. We, we were, you know, two years apart. It was like the perfect age. But there was one time where that water bottle somehow ended up in the upstairs fridge. Oh, no. And my dad took no, a drink of no, it. No, and he was so thirsty, I oh. bet. <laughs> He, I bet he was we just got, like, he was probably working out. He's probably like, oh, I need water. I need had, cold water. He so had bad. been working out in the yard and he came back and he had that. And he was like, what? I mean, we got so much trouble. Like, just like, what do you think you guys are doing? Like, oh, it's so bad. That's funny. And so like from that moment forward, we got a little bit more stricter yeah. and they were like, okay, obviously you guys aren't just hanging out. Like yeah. it got to that point, but it was just so funny because I, I look back on that. like my poor parents, but they were, when we were in high school. They're like, we don't condone you doing anything ever until you are of age. But they're like, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you feel unsafe, <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, or you can't drive, yeah, yeah. or something happened, we want you to call us first and foremost. Yes. Like, we will come get you every time. Yes. But it was, it was, it was the. They always had the double edged sword. It was like, yeah. you should not be doing this, and right. you will get in trouble. But but we still want you to call us over anything sure. else. And like that, that had like a safety level to it, right? I love so that. Yeah. It, we, we still had a lot of fun. We, you know, we still got to be the cool kids in moments, mm-hmm. even if our parents didn't know at the time. But then we also still had like the discipline of like, you're not supposed to be doing this. Yeah. And that comes with being a kid. You're trying to push the boundaries of your parents. That's just part of it. Uh, that's definitely part of it. Yes. yes. And, and here's the thing too. The older I get, you know, as being a parent. I realized that our parents knew everything. So the, even like you right now saying that your parents didn't know that you <laughs> no, had I'm that sure refrigerator, yeah. like we know, <laughs> like we were such idiots that to think that like, they're not going to know we had a party in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, if like one chair is moved in our living room, I'm always like, who sat in that chair and who didn't put that back? <laughs> so like, I'm going to know yep. if 30 kids come to my house while mm-hmm. I'm out of town. Yep. Like, and it's so stupid that we thought like, oh, they'll never find out. Hey, everyone, after the party's over, just help me clean up. Okay. <laughs> like you're yep. never going to clean it up enough for them not to know that you had a party. Yep. And I never, I was never like you. I never had thrown a party at my house. Anytime I had people at my house, they knew. Yeah. And it was just supposed to be like a hangout. Like we're hanging out at the pool or we were like downstairs in the game, sure. like area and hanging out there. But never at any point did I have like I threw a party, 
But I did go to multiple parties. And there was one time when I came home. <laughs> I wonder if my dad still remembers this because he's going to listen to this podcast and be like, I do remember. Um, <laughs> I came home from a night of drinking way too early. I should not have been doing this at that age, but I did. And I was not well, like not well at all. And I laid on the living room floor oh, and no. I convinced my parents, I thought I did, that I had food poisoning. I was like, we had pizza tonight. And I feel terrible. And this is awful. <laughs> Again, they knew. Yeah. And I was like, not well. I was not well for like 24 hours. Not well. And like the next morning I was puking. I was it all night. And after that, they had come in. And I, I fully believed I got away with food poisoning. But after uh, the 24 hours of me, like finally stopped throwing up, my parents walked in and they're like, so you feeling better? I was like, yeah, I, I think I do feel a little better than like, well, we know what you were doing. And it was not pizza. And I was like, what? Yeah, no, it was pizza. And I, I got the whole talk right there. Yeah, because like, you kept lying. Uh-huh. And they were like, well, you're still getting grounded, but you did get your own discipline and throwing up. And that probably didn't feel really good, did it? You shouldn't do that again, right? And you're like, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. That, that's fair. Like, I, So you I, never threw up again after that? Oh, no, I still did. I still <laughs> I know. did. Morgan, I know. Oh, still, it's funny. When I went home, I don't drink that the same way that I used to. But when I went home, like, over um, college and in, in my adult life, anytime I'd go home and we'd have the big Thanksgiving night out where everybody got back together, like, reunion, I'd come home and I'd be sick. Because I, drinking just makes me sick, which is why I don't drink a lot anymore. Because I, I get so ill. Like, it's so bad. And every time now when I'm an adult and I'm puking in the toilet, my dad will walk by like, doesn't feel good, does it? <laughs> Still. Still to this day. <laughs> Did you learn? No, you're not learning. And Hard-headed. Like, and he, and he, he doesn't, there's no sympathy. There's no, do you need Mm-mm. anything? He's like, no, you're on your own. No. You, you've done this enough times. You figured it out. And our bathroom was like right next to my parents' bedroom. And like, so whenever I would come in and like had to throw up, <laughs> you there's no quiet throwing up. Like, <laughs> yep. Yep. but every single time like, like they don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do. So convinced. Yes, they know. Yeah. So you're gonna, you're gonna, you're getting into that. I mean, you already have a teenager. I know. And it's coming. I know, but he, he's, I don't, I don't know what he's gonna do or how he's gonna be, but I, I already know that he's a little more, he's a little more worried about things. Mm. So like, I think he's gonna be a little more like careful. That's a good thing. I was not careful. <laughs> I was like, hey, screw up now. Worry about it later. Yeah. You know, not him. Well, he worries he's about also it first. the first kid, which means he's going to be wading into territory that hasn't happened That's yet. That's true. And so he's going to be more careful because he's like, I don't know what I can get away with. Yeah. And so as they get younger and younger, like me, the youngest one yeah. <laughs> who had no boundaries uh-huh. and did not care anything. That's what's going to continue to happen. So he's going to be the one that's wading into the waters yeah. of like, what can I do? It's so interesting. Yeah. I'm excited for you to for this era. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Mostly because it, it gets fun at some point, right? Uh-huh. You have you have 11 years left with your kid before. Wait, not 11. My math is terrible. You have six years. Yeah, just six. Before he turns 21. Mm-hmm. And those six years are going to be so interesting. But then when he turns 21 and you get to have a beer with your son, oh, yeah. it's, it's going to be, be awesome. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. I loved having beers with my dad. Like That was mm-hmm. just like good times. We wouldn't get drunk together, but it was just like... Hey, let's go like to this place and we'll sit down and have a beer. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. Good memories. So it's all good things. Yeah. You just got to get through the yes. teen years first. I know. They're so scary. <laughs> we uh, also heard from Amy this week speaking of kids. She took a co-parenting online class and shared what that's been like, something she's had to do recently after some news she shared. But I want to talk about, you know, this, this kind of is a standalone segment. So I want to talk about something else, an invention that you didn't know existed, Eddie, until recently. 
I mean, I think the lunchbox, I don't know if you've talked about this, but it's his water bottle. Yeah, the like self-cleaning. How on earth does that work? I don't feel like it does. I, th- I do think there's a lot of things that are gimmicks. <laughs> yes, I think this is a gimmick. But if it is true, because I did have a buddy of mine that recently he bought one of those and he's an idiot and he went to a creek and like got the water from a creek, hit the blue button and he's like, this says it kills 99.9% of whatever. And then he said it cleansed it and then he drank the creek water. And I'm like, dude, you're going to die. Did he die? No. Okay, but answer me this. Something in that situation. And he didn't even get diarrhea. Like nothing. That's a good thing. That's impress- impressive. That does mean it's working. Right. But where does the dirty stuff go in the water bottle? It just dies. Like not the dirt. The dirt, you're going to drink the dirt. Like you're going to drink the dirt. Well, if you catch a fish in there, it doesn't kill a fish. Like a little tadpole. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not going to be a tadpole in the water bottle. You would see it. Well, but you don't see a lunchbox. It's, it's solid. You mean like a microscopic? Hey, no. Maybe. Have you ever seen like a little teeny tiny tadpole before yes. it turns into a frog? Yes. but They're you... so small and there's millions of them. Right, 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 right. And yes. if you're just scooping it up, what if you get a little teeny tiny tadpole? I, I did. I, I've eaten fish. Have you ever eaten a little fit like a live fish before? No, I can't say that I have. That's true. You have you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You haven't. But it makes sense that you have. You love fishing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but this was at a party. Um, <laughs> this, this, was, the same thing. this was uh, at a party and it was uh, like an aquarium fish. Oh, that reminds me of like a like the worm and the tequila. Is that kind of that same thing? Kind of. It was just a dumb bet, a dumb dare. Like I bet you wouldn't eat one of her goldfish. And like You ate a goldfish, it, Eddie? It, it might have been a guppy. Eddie, I don't, even no, worse. no, no, it was gold. It was a goldfish. And here's what happened. You ate a goldfish? Here's what happened. So we were drunk and obviously and nobody in their right mind would eat a goldfish. Somebody said, I bet you wouldn't like, I bet you like 10 bucks. You wouldn't eat that goldfish. I'm like, whatever. I got the goldfish out of the tank and ate it. And I was like, wow, that was crazy. Cause you can feel it like wiggling the whole way. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Oh and God. then, and then I was like, I bet you wouldn't do it. And they're like, watch me. Next thing you know, like, I think we ate all the goldfish. Cause I remember the girl who owned the house, she came back in and she's like, where are all my fish? And we we're like, oops. Eddie, <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. wrong with y'all? Yeah. Crazy. I know. Like oh I used to, I used to do stupid stuff like that all the time. Like we'd go camping and like, we'd have fishing worms and like, I'll, I'll bet ten dollars you're gonna need a worm. Watch me. Okay, a worm is one thing, but somebody's pet goldfish. <laughs> but, but she had like thirty fish in that tank. I get it. It was a lot. It looked like from PetSmart. Like it, it was loaded with you fish. Ate alive? Not just me, man. Like half the party ate fish. It was amazing. I am mind blown. Right I know now. it's pretty stupid. Oh my god! I was always the one. Like I'll this, eat it. This is never gonna get out of my head. Oyster, find an oyster. We're at the beach. Oh look, I found an oyster. 10 bucks, you wouldn't need okay, it. Watch again, me. Again, an oyster makes sense. Those are on menus. You but ate listen, a live goldfish. But listen, I don't get food poisoning. I don't, my stomach, I rarely have stomach illness ever. Probably because you ate a live goldfish yeah. and it's like. Yeah, my immune system. I've eaten everything. <laughs> I've literally been the, my whole life. Oh, I bet you wouldn't eat this. Watch me. Eddie. That's probably why I freaking do all the like hottest gummy bear. Like, yeah, it's always watch you. Me. <laughs> you created your own karma. Watch me. This is you paying back for eating that poor girl's goldfish for a hundred dollars. Watch me. <laughs> oh my god, that's never. Yeah. Oh my god, Eddie. So I guess god. I don't I know. I buried my fish when they would die. Like I loved my fish. <laughs> I would let my I dad flush them down the toilet. I buried them in the backyard. I know, I know but that's such a dumb pet. Like a fish. Oh, like they didn't know. So they didn't even know you existed. It's still a 
That fish didn't even know who you were. I am traumatized and I was not even there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, the filtered water bottle. Is I guess that's my invention. Maybe this will make you think of one too. I went to a pop-up bar this weekend and they were blowing bubbles and they're edible bubbles. Okay, okay. So I saw this on your Instagram. Um, like, isn't every bubble edible? No, most bubbles are soap. Okay, but like, eat soap. yeah, but but like you lick it and it pops. Like you can't uh, eat it. No, no, no. These edible bubbles have flavors, and the flavor that these were were cinnamon roll. But the bubbles floated in the air. Yeah, and, and so you when you open ate your it, mouth, yeah, bite the bubble. Yeah, it, it tastes like cinnamon. It's like a hint of cinnamon roll. Oh yeah, a little like it tastes like a cinnamon roll. And there's no soap. No soap at all. That's it's for, just cinnamon roll. How many bubbles are in there? Oh, it's like it's like a regular bubble thing. Like they're blowing it with a bubble gun. Really? Yeah. So what's it made out of? I mean, I think... You didn't ask. I, like, no, I didn't ask a lot of questions. I just was shocked that there was such a thing as an edible bubble. So, so people walk around just blowing bubbles? Yeah. They had a bubble gun, and uh-huh. they had different flavors, and the one that they were currently blowing was cinnamon roll. So what's the bar all about? It's like a pop-up flower bar. is like flower power, and they had flowers everywhere and flower drinks, and so it's just like this fun kind of era of, of flowers, but they were doing edible bubbles with it to like That's interesting. live in the atmosphere. And it was so funny, though, because I was like, I had never, ever known in my life that there were edible bubbles. Yeah. And, when, and we looked. They have multiple flavors. When I saw your post, I'm like, wow, like, like edible bubble? Like, I'm thinking, like, is this a weed bubble? Or like, my <laughs> mind, that's where my mind went. I'm like, wow, Morgan's at a weed bar eating, like, weed bubbles. And oh, I'm just hilarious. like, wait a second. What is, I don't understand. And you never, like, asked me about that to be no. like, Morgan, this is what you're doing no. and you're posting about this stuff. Like, what are you doing? I had edible bubbles. <laughs> that's really funny. So, oh, my so goodness. is... Pop-up means it's not there anymore? It stays for a couple weeks, couple months, just depends mm. on what they do. And then they change it out and do something new. So did you do any research on how these bubbles are made or like what they're made mm. out of? No, I just did research to find out what other flavors there <laughs> yeah, were. That's cool. <laughs> I just got really excited that there was like an actual edible bubble out yeah, there. Yeah, interesting. So were you, did you feel weird like just chewing on bubbles, like trying to catch well, bubbles yeah, in your mouth Yeah, because I, I look like crazy idiot. All, all you guys did. Oh, we were sitting at the bar and there was this older couple that had walked in and there's this great, let me show you, there's a screenshot on one of the girls that posted and there's the lady in the background and she's looking at us like, who are these freaking <laughs> people and what are they doing? And it's hilarious. I'm trying, let me get to it. Oh yeah, look, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> Like what on we're earth? getting side eye so hard. Like it, it's a screen. Were they not eating bubbles? No, they weren't eating bubbles. Were I don't they, think they, they knew doing? why we were eating bubbles. Oh, they didn't get the memo that they were edible. No, we didn't get the memo until we were there for like an hour. And I was like, wait, those are edible? And then I was like, blow some more. Let's go. <laughs> and then we started chasing them and they're actually hard to catch. I bet. So if you want a fun day out in the sun with your kids, that edible cool. bubbles. Edible bubbles. I'm going to look that them. up. Because it is weird. If you've ever like. When you were a kid and you had a bubble machine or whatever and something blew up and you did taste it, it tastes like soap. It's disgusting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But these, like, I never, well, never tried to taste them, but I figured. No, but, like, if you ever, like, when you're a kid and you're like, what is a bubble? And yeah. you, like, try and pop it and you're like, oh, that was awful. Yeah, like, yeah. you get soap in your mouth. Yeah. But these, it's such a weird experience because you're like, oh, I just ate a bubble and it now tastes like cinnamon in my mouth. That's so weird. I wonder what they're made out of. I know. You know what? Let me look. Edible, and I'll, I'll tell you the flavors. And so can you you can buy these. I guess you can just buy these guns. And oh, like, yeah. Lickable bubbles, edible bubbles. Lickable bubbles. There's bubble universe. Let's see what these. We've got milk chocolate chip, cotton candy, Dang, cinnamon roll, yeah. and juicy watermelon. And they're called bubble lick. Bubble lick. Here's, um, I'm going to show you a picture. Thing popped up. They have wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, that chocolate one looks good. All right. 
Yeah. It's like different. Hey, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. $21.99 for four or one? For four. Okay, good. Yeah, for four. I'll say one. That's a lot. No, yeah, that's a lot of money. But yeah. it also wouldn't surprise me because it's some like yeah. specialty <laughs> yeah. thing. But there's multiples of them. Like, that's just one brand. But they're crazy. Mm. I had no idea. Edible bubbles. Inventions I never knew existed. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, speaking of another pretty cool thing, we did have Three Doors Down at Candlebox in yes. this week, and that was pretty awesome. They stopped by the show, and they performed some of their songs. Did you they, know Candlebox? Like, when you heard the song? You know, the song sounded familiar. I never really listened to Candlebox, though. Three Doors Down, yes. Sure. That was a little more Much bigger, I guess, too. Um, but do you think Candlebox is, like, as big as Three Doors Down? Uh, no, they're not as big. Candlebox was like the, um, you know, Nirvana, you know, Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. you know, Soundgarden, you know, those bands. Like, so Candlebox was like the next generation behind those Seattle grunge bands. Oh, okay. So you're talking like mid to late nineties, like okay. probably 95, 96. That was Candlebox. Okay. And three doors down was two thousands. So you yeah. probably remember that a little more. That makes more sense. I did. I mean, and I was much more on the side. Like I listened to some of those big Three Doors Down songs, but not like full albums or anything. Mm-hmm. I was much more on the pop punk side of that grunge era. Yeah. Like I loved um, Fall Out Boy. And, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the much more pop side yeah. of things than like the grunge alternative. There's kind of two yes, sides of that. Yes, yes, yes. And I, that may be also why I don't know a lot of Candlebox. But Three Doors Down, yeah. And when he sang that song, I was like, oh, this is a jam. Here that you baby so good yeah that was also like when like chris daughtry was really big uh-huh. too right uh-huh. and there, there was that just entire like alternative would be like the umbrella it was definitely a vibe mm-hmm. that kind of music was a certain vibe oh, so good that i remember in college for I, you that was what middle school that early 2000s i would have been probably elementary school yeah elementary early middle school because if it was like early 2000s i'd have been like seven eight nine mm. so Right around that time. But that makes sense because that's what I was listening to. And it wasn't like, because it wasn't dirty music, you know? Yeah. It was like yeah. safe to listen to yeah. until I discovered pop and hip hop. And, and then it got dirty. Yeah. <laughs> All the things I should have never absolutely listened to. Those things. But it was really fun having them in. And it's always cool. We have like different artists come in. That yes. High. Who's somebody you still hope comes in studio? Like we've done some phoners that are really uh-huh. cool. But who's somebody you want to come in the studio for an interview? Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam. Like, I, I would love for Bobby would never have him. He'll never come on the show because uh, he's a terrible interview. Mm. He talks like this. Um, so he's known to be a terrible interview? Um, yes, he does. His interviews are mm. terrible. Like, he's done Howard Stern. They're terrible. Like, it's just bad interviews. But I would love for him to come and sing. Like, that would just be amazing. Oh, that'd like, be really cool. That'd be really, really cool. Um, Bono, you two would be amazing. Do you think here. he still does like any type of interviews? Bono? Bono? Mm-hmm. I mean, he recently just did a book tour. So oh. I, so he kind of did all those like interviews stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he still does interviews. But I don't know. Those guys are getting older. And I feel like I've never met Bono, never mm-hmm. met Eddie Vedder. Like I would love to see them in our studio. That That'd would be, be amazing. Really cool. You? That would be really cool. I think I might Were talk- you here for Taylor? Uh, I wasn't here for Taylor. Have you met Taylor? Yes. Okay. I have met Taylor. I met her when she came to Wichita right before she blew up, and I got to see her at a free show. So you met, like, 15-year-old Taylor. Uh-huh. And she was wearing her sundresses, her curly hair. Big hair. She commented on my sister's and I's dress. She says, you guys look so cute. Like, we were, like, best friends. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, So I did meet her then. But I think the person I want to come in is Bruno Mars. 
Oh, yes. Because mm-hmm. he is a killer interview. And he, I just want to see him, him play, man. That'd be amazing. I don't know that like our studio is equipped for that because his is his isn't like you know sit there acoustic. Well, but. actually, like I remember when when Bobby was when the show was in Austin, uh, they had Bruno Mars, and I remember listening on the radio. I wasn't on the show then; I was just kind of going to work, and I listened on the radio, and I remember Bobby. Uh, ended up we were talking about it afterwards, like, oh, dude, it was so cool. Bruno Mars came in. And he basically just sat at a piano and did anything you asked him to. Oh, that's amazing. So like, that's pretty cool. Oh my God. I would die. Yeah. Like, Hey, do you know this song? Yeah. Do Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh my, he's so freaking talented. So talented. I know. I would, I would literally pass away if he Have you seen him on like in concert? Yes. Okay. I've heard that. And he's one of my favorite concerts. Like, and I paid a lot of money to go to that concert and I was worth every penny. He was so good. Just like the way that he commands the stage and it's like the energy in the room. So I would kill to have him in. That yeah, would be that, so cool. I'm with you on that. And then I, we've talked to her on the phone, but I would love if Reese Witherspoon came in studio. Oh, yeah. She was originally supposed to before it was supposed to be a phoner. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. But then she like had to make it a phoner. I was like, dang it. It's so close. And it's amazing. I think for me, actors are real interesting because like we just grow up seeing their faces. Yep. On TV, that when you see him in person, you're just like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Like there's not glass. There's no glass between us. Like you're actually a real person mm-hmm. and you look exactly the way you look like on TV, but you're not that character. Yes. So it's weird. It is weird. You know, and you expect them to be that character. Yeah. And they're like the OG fame, right? Like before fame oh, was yeah, kind yeah. of this Hollywood different yeah. way of seeing things. They're like the ones, especially the ones that like we see now that we really love. They're like the OG, like we're in the magazines. They were like un- unaccessible. Yeah. And to now like them kind of be accessible. Yeah. Like, oh, that's wild. That's pretty. It's really wild. Yeah. When like you- even when we when we did the Zoom with Ryan Reynolds, that one was crazy. I was like, he's like, oh, my gosh. Like you, you never see him mm-hmm. unless he like really cares about something. Then he's like at the premiere. But besides that, he's kind of like, you, you know, he's not out and about and doing interviews. Yeah. Movie actors. It's definitely like amazing to see them in person. Yeah, so those would be two. We got we got some good ones. I don't think anybody has accomplished. Get, remember when we did that bit and it was like, this is who we'd love to have in the studio, and we would try and go after him. Oh yeah. I don't think we've had any of those. When when did we do that? Because we've done that a couple times. I think the last one was like two years ago. Okay. And I think it might have been right before the pandemic, so maybe three years. Oh god, my timing's all messed up. But it was, I believe, it was right before the pandemic. We're like, we should like everybody should try and go after him. Yeah. Because like Mike had Posty. Um, oh, that's I right. Think Amy had Robin Roberts. She also might have Reese Witherspoon. I don't, I'm not sure who you. Who I you don't picked. remember. I remember mine being Bruno and Reese. I think and nothing like you two. tried and nothing. Yeah, I mean they're they're just like hard to get to, right? Yeah. Like I mean now with Scuba, now that we do have a connection to Reese, I do think that one could happen. That'd be cool. But Bruno, I think is pretty much untouchable. Mm-hmm. And yours are pretty untouchable. Pretty untouchable. Yeah, they're older. They don't have to do anything. Yeah. Crazy. It's like when these celebrities are older and like they've already made a lot of money, they don't get out of bed for less than like, you know, 50, dollars <laughs> Yeah, and if they're coming in here for free and they're yeah. like, uh, why am I here? <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not coming over here. It would, it would give like Hank Williams Jr. vibes. Like, yes. I'm here because I have to be. Can I go now? What, what's that saying? Somebody did it like, I'm here so I don't get sued. Yes. That's I don't uh, know whoever said no, that. No, I'm here so I don't get fined. 
Oh, that yeah. was uh, Marshawn Lynch. Okay. So Marshawn Lynch, he used to play for the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. He was a running back, and he didn't want to do interviews. And they said it's in your contract, and if you don't do interviews before the Super Bowl, you will get fined. So he said, fine. So he goes up in the podium and they ask questions like, you, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Marshawn, um, so like, what, are you excited about the Super Bowl? Like, what have you been doing to prepare for the Super Bowl? I'm just here so I don't get fined. Next question. And that was his response <laughs> to everything? Every, he probably answered 50 questions and the response was, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Dang. Hey, got him. I did em. not realize the backstory to that. Got him. Oh, I that, love that. That's straight up the energy that we might get from some of these <laughs> yeah. people. Like, I'm just here so I don't get fired. Yeah. Or so I don't get canceled. Yeah. I'm just here so I don't get canceled. Thank oh, you. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe someday we can still keep wishing, right? Yeah. That's all we can do. Yeah. Well, wish upon a star. Sing that one. I wish upon a star. Oh, yeah. Uh, Is did you from- watch the Pino- Pinocchio? Yeah. That's did you watch that movie? Yeah. The, the remake? Yeah. Did you like it? I did. I mean, it was interesting. Yeah, it was all right. It like the remakes are always interesting because like they bring back nostalgia, and you're like, "Oh, I love this." But I don't think I remember the Pinocchio storyline as well as I thought I did. No, you're right. But I don't think they kept it the same though. Maybe that's why. Because I remember watching it and be like, "I don't remember this happening." I don't remember that either. Like I was watching the same thing too. I'm like, "That's how it went down." But maybe it's just not one that I watched on repeat because like I the Snow White remake, the Cinderella, Dumbo. I didn't watch any of those. There's so many of them now, and yeah. they're they're all really good. Like just as far as like getting to see it in not animation, but most of those I was like, oh yeah, this was a storyline. But Pinocchio, I watched, and I was mm-hmm. like, I don't remember this. Yeah, it was really sad. It was really sad. I didn't know that he made the puppet after. Can I say that? Yeah, you can say. It. I mean, that uh, it's an old storyline. Yeah, well, I just never knew that he made the puppet after his like dead son. Uh huh. No I, idea. Yeah. Like, and that- I didn't either. Like, maybe they didn't address that in the first one. Or maybe they did. And, like, you know when we, Disney, oh, like, underlies totally. and you don't catch it? Yes, because we're too young. Yeah. We have no idea. And maybe Pinocchio was just one of those that was, like, genuinely sad and we just never realized it. Yeah. And and Tom Hanks, like, I love Tom Hanks. He's my dude, my favorite actor in the whole wide world. But he's been playing some weird characters. Like, Geppetto yeah. is a weird character. I think he's probably at the point in his career where he's like, I just want to do different things. Yeah. And yeah, that makes sense. And trying to kind of explore and it just may not hit the way he wants it to. Right. Would be my guess. Yeah. And it's hard for me as an adult, too, to like watch Geppetto, right? That was his name? Yeah. As like an old single man mm-hmm. who makes puppets and like has a puppet boy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Some of those if this were are, real, are, I'd be like, creepy. stay away from that man. Yeah. Don't nobody get close to that That's man. It's like the ice cream man that you're like, <laughs> don't call don't call close to the van. And we're supposed to watch this and be like, oh, no, I'm watching this and being like, Everyone stay away from him. Yep. Yeah, I think there's a, a, quite a few storylines in Disney that we just never quite realized were right, that right. dirty or creepy. Yeah. A few of them. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Bobby shared a recent poll that came out revealing current country music power rankings. So instead of diving into that, because Bobby dives into it and you can listen to that on the best bits, just the bits. I want to do current power rankings with TV shows you've seen. Ooh. Okay. So you get like a top three and you got a power rankings. What's your top three? And the, the numbers matter. Okay. Do you want uh, me to let you think on it? I'm going to, I'm going to start with number three. Okay. I'm going to go with Ted Lasso. Okay. Uh, I started watching Ted Lasso last night. Wait, the beginning, or you just started watching the new season? The new season. Okay. And so I feel like it's a little unfair to Ted Lasso to keep come to to have criticism on these like later seasons because it's hard. Mm-hmm. That first season of Ted Lasso was so good. It was so so good that the second one they're just like oh they're just trying to like you know like keep up with the first one. Then you're like fall in love with the storyline again. You're like, Ooh, okay. Okay. You know what? That second one, the second season is really good. Oh, I can't wait for the third season. Then the third season starts and you're like, Oh my gosh, there's Ted Lasso again being like stupid and like, you know, yeah. talking too much. And, but, and I felt like that last night watching the first two episodes of season three. And I'm like, no, no, no. This is how you were with season two. <laughs> like you, you, Ted Lasso is, is annoying. You know, he talks a lot and he's like, you know, over the top, but the storyline gets better every single time. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for the the storyline to build on the third season of Ted Lasso. Um, so I was really excited to start it up again. Yeah. So I'm going to say Ted Lasso number three, just and because the latest episode made me laugh out loud. And yeah. I don't think it was two. I think it might've been two or it might've been three. I don't remember, but I, I laughed out loud a few times. I was like, oh, it's still good. Are there three? I think I just watched it like last night. I think okay. it comes out on Wednesdays. Okay, yes, it does come out on Wednesdays. So, and I watch things like as soon as they come yeah. out because I get excited. So I'm excited about that. I okay. think that's really cool. Um, I'm gonna go with number two. Um, I'm gonna go with Dear Edward 
Dear Edward, I talked about on the oh, show a little bit. Connie Britton's show. Yes. Okay. What do you mean, Connie Britton's show? Does she is she like a producer on it? No, no, no. I just mean that's how I identify because I've seen previews. I'm yes. like, oh, that's the Connie. Like I know her as an actress. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I'm okay. like, Connie Britton is in that show. Okay. Yes, she is in it, and so I didn't know if she was like a producer or whatever, but she could be. But I that's maybe, just how I identify maybe. shows. <laughs> awesome show. Like I, I love the premise of it. I love the feel of it. Like there were some shows. That I watched back in the day, like Parenthood. Did you ever see Parenthood? Uh, yes, I did. Wait, I watched it, I, Parenthood. Yeah, yeah, I watched it later, like a few years ago. I Parenthood's watched it, the one with really like Lorelai, right? Like yeah. like a like a, um, um, Dax Shepard and right. Yes, yeah, okay. the whole family. Yeah, the whole family. <laughs> okay, so that was so good, and that whole vibe of like a lesson in every episode, mm. uh, something to really, and then the soundtrack that's like so good and goes perfect with the show at the end of it. You know what I mean? Parenthood yep. always did that. Um, this is us always does that. Okay, I'm seeing a theme. So okay. this has the same theme to where like almost they made it like a network show, but it's mm-hmm. on Apple Plus, not a network show. Um, a little dark, I think, for a network show because it is about you know a plane crash and like death and all that and how people are are grieving and dealing with the death. But Connie Britton's funny in it. Ooh. You know, so there's and a little. She hasn't had a lot of funny roles. She's really no. a pretty serious, dramatic. And she's not trying to be funny. It's just her personality in the show is like, this chick's crazy. Like she's <laughs> she's nuts. And like how she's dealing with something is pretty interesting. Like it, it, I loved it. Like so far, I'm only like four or five episodes in. Like it. Like okay. I, I really like where it's going. I like the vibe of it. Of it, dear Edward. Really cool. Okay, I'm gonna check that one out because I have seen previews and I was like, this looks pretty good, but now you're you're giving it a solid rating. Yes, yes. On Apple Plus. Um, okay, and one, I'm gonna go with one, like I don't know what's been going on, but I was on an airplane and I saw one called Torn. I talked about it on the show. Um, it's it's just one documentary. It's not a TV show, it's not like series. It's a documentary on Disney Plus called Torn about uh a man back in the 90s, I want to say, like maybe 97, 98, um, he was a climber, like a big, mm. huge climber, climb, climb mountains. And he wanted to climb some mountain in like uh, Tibet. And an avalanche came down and he went missing. And so he dies. And then his son, his oldest of three boys, uh, is a filmmaker. And so his documentary is about going to find his dad, like learn more about his dad. And I think he gets, I think the way it is, is he gets a call or something where like they think they found his dad's body. And this was what, 30 years ago, 20 years ago. So they're all older. All the brothers are older. And so he gets a call about like, they, they think they found his dad's body. And if you guys want to go up and retrieve it, you can. So he's got to climb up there and go retrieve his dad. The whole family does. Oh my God. And so it's crazy. Like that's. Is it really sad? It feels very sad. Oh, it's very sad. It's very, very sad. The whole dad discovery sad. The memories that it brings up is very sad. But what happens after his death, between his death and now, is a, is a, a situation that you really, and that's why it's called torn, because you're just like, huh, I wouldn't know how to feel about this. I really don't know how to feel about this. Like you can't tell if you like at the end, if you're like, I'm happy or sad. Kind of you thing. feel torn. And that's mm-hmm. why it's called torn. And while I was watching it, I'm like, I don't know why this thing's called torn. And then it's like, this is really, 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 really good. And I felt all kinds of feelings 
like happy, very sad, uh, very torn, <laughs> very confused. You're like, why do I feel all these feelings? Yes. I mean, it was A plus and it's called Torn on uh, Disney Plus. So, 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 so good. How long was the documentary? Like an hour and a half? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I was flying to California, so I like no more than two hours. Okay. It is it's so good. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch that one until I'm like ready to cry. Yeah. You're going to cry. If I need like a good cry, I feel like that's the one to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, these are three and, solid But then here, ones, what right? happened too, I don't know, like, you know, these streaming services are so weird that I think they got like the habit, like of, or the algorithm of like, oh, Eddie likes uh, um, <laughs> climbing documentaries or whatever. So now you have all the climbing I've been stuff? fed like four climbing documentaries now. And I, only, I watched another one um, about this guy, almost the same premise. It's really weird. Same premise of this guy um, searching for his brother. And I think it's called looking for searching for David or something, something like that. See, those again, are so, so sad because it's like all these people doing crazy and massive feats and they want to climb Mount Everest. And I'm like, why? Like, there, but think, think about there's it. so many dead people up there. Like there are I literally know. so many dead people up there. But that, think about that. Like you do something your whole life, like something is take, take an artist. Their whole life is to. To perform and sing and sell out massive arenas, and then you get Taylor Swift level, and that's the that's the peak. pinnacle. Yeah, the pinnacle. But for like climbers, they climb all these small ones, these small things, and then like Mount Everest is that pinnacle. And yeah, that's yeah, the... yeah, 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 totally. But <laughs> with Mount with the... Mount Everest, you, you realize a helicopter can't go to the top of Mount Everest. Like true, it can't. Mm -hmm. It's too windy. It's the altitude is ridiculous. The storms up there are nuts. The weather's unpredictable. It's sub-zero temperatures. There's a reason why only a few people can make it to the top. Well, there's a few people. A reason why only a few people like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and a handful <laughs> of others that have got where they are. Right. It's just crazy. Like, And people reach the top of so many mountains and they're like, I want to get higher. I want to go mm -hmm. higher. I'm like, oh my god. I think gosh. another one is Mount Kilimanjaro. Mm hmm that's I don't know in comparison Mount Everest and Mount Kilimanjaro. They always just say Everest is the, the one. Like yeah, well it's like, because it's the most dangerous, right? It has the most feats to get over. Yeah, because like of the the treachery, the mm -hmm. the pass that they have to go on. Oh yeah, the ice you have to climb mm -hmm. on ice because it's never not snow capped. Right, I believe is right. what that is, and that's me. Guessing off you think yes. about geography, but yeah, from the little documentaries <laughs> I've seen, yeah, you're right. Okay, these are great shows. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be watching any climbing because, like I said, I don't want to be sad. If, if you but ever, if you, you're ever in the mood, torn, check it out. Oh, it's crazy, it's a crazy one. I don't, I don't ever go into a TV show wanting to cry. Okay, you know, I don't, but sometimes well, dear, I need I mean, one. Dear Edward's a little, you know, are you telling me that one's gonna make me cry too? I mean, maybe. Eddie, yeah, you, I mean, have you just needed to like cry lately? No, what is going I, on? No, I just like, but but see, I do like difference. Like Ted Lasso makes me laugh. Yeah. You know, and then like on the other side of the spectrum, you know, you like these, cry. these other ones make me cry. I don't, I like to feel things when I watch something. <laughs> That's fair. I yeah. like to feel things too, but I like to feel on the side of it being fantasy. Okay. That's more my vibe. See, I hate fantasy. Why? Because it's just not real. And like, and like for me, it's like, I just want to focus on things that are real. Like. Fantasy to me is like, that was fun. I escaped for a little bit. But like the real ones are like, wow, that was, that's crazy. Like that really made me think that could really happen. And mm -hmm. that's a perspective I didn't think about. Like That's fair. You know, and the fantasy one's like, that was cool. I went to a different world for a little bit. <laughs> but now I'm back into my world. Oh, my God.
Uh, I want to hear okay. your. I want to hear your list. Well, they're all fantasy, basically, besides the last one, <laughs> and it's fine. Um, my number three is How I Met Your Father, the remake of How I Met Your Mother. What? Mm-hmm. And it's on season two. Yeah, it's I never saw How How I Met Your Mother. So like, I didn't either. <laughs> okay, you so so you don't need to. No, that's cool. It's its own like entity, and they kind of have the moments. same people. No, 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 different cast. It's like one of the main like person who like talks over things is essentially acting as one of the older characters from How I Met Your Mother. Okay, got it. And telling the storyline of How I Met Your Father. And I love it because I'm I just love Hillary Duff and she's in it and she's so good at what she does. And this this is my like feel good. Like I always laugh. It's a little like I love sitcoms. Yeah. If it's something like 30 minutes and it's hilarious and I can get excited. I have a few sitcoms that I'm watching right now. And those are just my favorite. And we don't get a lot of those anymore. Like sitcom type. Shows. No, they don't make a lot of those. No. Mm-hmm. And so like I think that's why I've loved this one because it's in that same era. Is there a laugh track? I th- I mean I think there's an audience. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's like mo- there's reactions of things that happen. So nice. it's very sitcommy, and I just love it because it's modern day. Instead of like how I met your mother, I probably couldn't like really relate to. Sure. Whereas how I met your father is like modern day. What's happening? I'm like, oh yeah, this has happened in my life. And what's that on? That's on Hulu. Okay. That one's on Hulu, and that one's good. Um, number two is Shadow and Bone, which is on Netflix. And if you're a fan of sci-fi fantasy. <laughs> That's what this one is. Shadow and Bone. Yes. And it's apparently, I, which I, I never read the books, but apparently it's based, it's created off of a book. Um, but it is so good. And I just, they just dropped season two and I binged the whole thing in like a day. It was that good. And I was like, this is like, it is right up that alley. If you like sci-fi fantasy stuff that it's like, I feel like your 15 year old will love this movie. Okay. But it, it may still be a little bit old for him okay. yet. Because there's some dark moments where I'm like, oh, that's kind of scary. <laughs> like, that was a lot. Um, but it is, it's just in that in that category. So that's number two because I couldn't stop watching it. And number one is Mandalorian. Mandalorian. So good. Really? Oh, my God. It's so good. I need to get on that. You do. Like, I, I know you don't like most of them. But like Mandalorian, if, if you watch anything like that's not real, like sci-fi type thing, Mandalorian is the one to watch yeah. of all of them. And they just came out with a new season, so new episodes are dropping every How many every seasons Wednesday. of Mandalorian? Three? There's two, and two. they're currently on season three. Got That's it. dropping right now. Got but it, they got drop it, got it. like one episode a week. So Ted Lasso. Same yes. same Same thing. Yeah. And it is and every time they drop a new episode, I'm like, it can't get any better. And I'm like, dang, it got better. It's so good. It's okay. just like because it's such a different perspective of the Star Wars universe and like Grogu is just so cute. And That's the little Yoda. Yeah. Mm. Little baby Yoda. Yeah. And it's just great. You'll love it. I like, need to do that. I just need, I, you know what? I'm going to start it this weekend. I need to do it. You do. I'm not, and, and the episodes are easy. So it's not like you're sitting there like, oh, dang, these are dragging on. You're like, oh, I'm really interested. And, they, mm-hmm. and they're like, dang, it's already over. So they move quickly because of the way the storyline okay. moves. So I think you'll really like and it. And I do like that actor. What's his name? Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Oh, he's the best. That's my dude. He is. Him and, did you ever watch The Last of Us? That one that Bobby was watching? No. And what's that on? That one's on HBO Max. Okay. I know. Those are all on so many And you watched The Last of Us? I did. You loved it? But there was times I had to look away. I was like, oh, that's a lot for me. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a lot for me. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Yeah. But you, honestly, you'll probably be able to put up with it more. I'm just super sensitive. Like, I don't like, like, super gory or, like certain things not making it yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that was where i had to be like okay i'm gonna play a game on my phone but i still love the storyline yeah yeah just that's so what, you can look away that's what i do when you i'm don't like forward it 
well, it's not like I have my, you know, my mom sitting next to me, like cover my eyes. So I'm like, I'm just going to play a game and I'll like listen. And then I'm like, okay, that seems over. That's funny. You make yourself play a game. Yeah. That's the way that I like cover my eyes, essentially. Interesting. But I want to still watch it. I still mm-hmm. wanna, it was still good. Like I loved the, and I love Pedro Pascal. I just yeah. think he's so good. Yeah, dude's awesome. And it's kind of funny because everybody was doing memes of the comparison of him taking care of a kid in The Last of Us and taking care of a kid in Mandalorian. And those are two like hot shows right now. <laughs> and he's like the dad in all of them. It's great. So uh, I think you'll I think you will love the Mandalorian. Okay, Hi, I've been pushing that on you for like five. Months you really now. have, and I have not done it. I just need to like just do it. Uh, hey, I'll make a deal with you. Watch one episode of Mandalorian, and, and I'll watch one episode of Dear Edward. Okay, deal? you got it. We got with, yeah. we can, we can do one episode of each. That's better than like the movie assignments we've given each other. Before. Perfect. I know we've done yeah. this. We can do that. And number one, so we can wrap this up so we can go watch our episodes. Yes, we can get started today. Yes, uh, we did the draft of hard words. To spell, which was a hard one in general. To yeah, do. <laughs> a lot of words, a lot of hard words to spell. There's like, so many. A lot. There's a lot of hard words to say. I even went home and was just like, "Ooh, I forgot." Um, what was the one? I was like, "I should have done." Um, I, I I struggle with it every single time. There are certain words that, like, as soon as I type it, they're just gonna get auto auto corrected, yep. and that's just the way it is. I'll never learn how to spell it. Mm-hmm. And I think is it is it different? No. Uh, Con. The I before E ones always get me. Yeah. Especially when they're like, well, not on this definitely, word. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Is a good, Def- um, definitely gets me every time. And I never take the time to learn how to spell it. I just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got it. Yeah. You got a computer. Uh-huh. That an- another one that like you don't think of, but I now I've had to create like a word phrase to say it is Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, I, I'm like Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, that's how I have to remember how to <laughs> yeah, spell it. Yeah. But I always got that one wrong in school. And why is it so? Hard? Why is spelling so hard? Because the English language is hard. It really is. Like it's hard to speak half yeah, the time. Yeah. So we're we're ending on the on the draft one and us failing. You guys will get a crack out of that one. So go listen to the best bits. But Eddie, thanks for hanging out with me. This thanks, weekend. Morgan. It was fun. It's always fun. Always fun. And no therapy session today. It was all fun. No, no therapy session. You want to get into one? Do you have anything? I I don't. I don't. Listen, I make people cry a lot. (laughs) It's not what I want to be known for. (laughs) Well, what are you feeling right now? What do you want to get a off your chest? A lot of things, Eddie. Oh, uh, you should have, Mike and I last weekend or the weekend before. See, they're all blending together now. Um, we were talking about the era of life that we're in right now. And my era of life is that I hate people because everybody's just making me mad. Oh man. Like every time I go up to, out into public, I have another reason to get mad at somebody. Yeah. I'm like, I just really need to stop going out in public. Yeah. People can really make you mad. Yeah. Just the way people act. Well, it's just, it, we're, we're just in a, a time of our lives where everybody's really looking out for themselves or mm-hmm. back to money, like mm-hmm. wanting to make money. And I'm just yeah. like over it. I'm like, I'm just going to hide in my little hole, watch the Mandalorian yes. and ignore the rest of the world. Yes. So that's my era. So what, what era was uh, Mike in? He, what did he say? He is in. He seems happy. Yeah. Oh, he's in. Well, we, we kind of dove into a few things, but one of them was that he is um, dressing nicer. We had two like similar subjects. So he is dressing nicer. Yeah. He's like, he's finding his style. And then there was, there was another piece of that. But now I'm like remembering Ray's conversation. <laughs> it's all blurring <laughs> together. There's a little do. blend. They do. I yeah. did really good for rem- remembering it that weekend. And uh-huh. then after that, I'm like, okay, on to the next one. How many times when you're talking to Ray, are you just like, oh my gosh, like what's he saying? Nine times out of 10. But also <laughs> most of the time when he's on, he just roasts the crap out of me. And I'm like, what is this, a roast? Like every time. And he comes out hard at the mm-hmm. beginning. I'm like, that was not necessary. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are we throwing punches? Yeah, every time. <laughs> so now I know what it's like when you do podcasts with it. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Yep. So, so those are those. But 
Thank you for hanging out. Tell people where they can listen to you, find you for the next few weeks. Oh, where can you find me? Every, <laughs> a, a, everywhere, anywhere. Um, yeah, you can find me, producer Eddie, at producer Eddie on Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitter, all that stuff. But you know what? Like, I'm on a dry spell. Like, I've had a, the, for the last like two months, I've just been like, oh, I have to remember, like, I haven't posted anything in like a week, two weeks. I got to post something. Yeah, you know, and like it's really hard to kind of keep up with all that. Like I haven't done a reel in a while. I haven't done a TikTok in a long time. I I have to give you some really sad news. What? I heard because I, you know, I'm always keeping track of what's happening with social media. Yeah. I think they're doing away with paying people with reels. No, I just saw today, though, that you can do. Um, well, that's, I knew the subscription one, you know, where yeah. they can like subscribe to like your feed or whatever. Yep, And you can't pay for that. And what was the gift one? Oh, I don't know if they've like fully launched that yet, but they do gifts on, on TikTok where you can get like gifts and it basically like, like boosts pe- you. People can like gift you money for your content. Uh, Did yeah, I read that one. correctly? That's a new one. Like here, I'll pull it up and I'll show it to you real quick. Okay. Um, uh, where is it? Under... But I, well, when I saw the reels news though, I was like, oh, Eddie's going to be here. so sad. It says gifts. Read that. See what you, okay. see, see what you interpret. Keep being your creative self. Get support from your audience. Earn from Instagram. You'll get paid for the gifts you receive on your reels. This is interesting. Do you, Have this, you seen that one? No, but this could be what they're launching in place of no longer paying creators. <laughs> and it's so, it, listen, we're in such an interesting place right now because everybody's creating with TikTok. And so everybody's just coming out at me like, no, we need to do this. No, right, let's right, change right, that. Right, right, and right. it's like every yes, week is yes. something new. And they just had announced or somebody announced via Instagram that they were like doing away with paying creators. And this may be the new way that maybe they like get you money via other people sending you money. Kind of like the subscription, but so not. So like a Venmo, like people give you money like to support like NPR. I don't know. Or maybe it's like, like Wikipedia. Or maybe it's like they just didn't want to pay anyone for doing reels. It's now they're like, if you get support from your audience, you're worth getting paid. Weird. It, it kind of gives me that vibe. I saw that this morning and I'm like, I don't know what this means. I'm going to take it to Morgan and I'm, find out. It's absolutely different than the bonuses that you were receiving yes. from reels before. Well, so but I mean, that makes changed. sense though, because like they were just given so much money. But it may, but that made sense because they were trying to get people to use your, their app. I get it. But after a mm-hmm. while, you're just like, all right, no more, no more paying yep. people like... They did it for like a year and a half and now they're like, okay. All right. Lost a lot of money on that one. Let's stop doing it. Yep. So it's like, this is the new, the new way of doing things. So, but I wanted to, to share the sad news that at least the reason you're not creating content is because you know, you're not technically getting paid. Well, there's always a silver lining guys. Send me gifts at producer Eddie, (laughs) send me gifts. I'll create content. People are like, how the heck do we send this man gifts? I have no idea idea what's working. (laughs) Oh man. Well, go follow him and go listen to him on sore losers and 25 25 whistles until he's no longer there. I just have a few more weeks there. Okay. Yeah. Just a few more weeks. Yeah. And then if you want me to come speak at your, uh, you know, your gala or your fundraiser or whatever, let me know. Yeah. Hit yeah. him up. DM me at producer Eddie. DM me. He, he, may, he may not see it though. <laughs> uh, I, I don't check a lot of DMs, but I'll keep my eye out. <laughs> He'll try to now. Yeah. <laughs> now he will. You can find me on Webgirl Morgan on all the things and the show at Bobby Bone Show. Uh, have a fabulous weekend, guys. I love y'all. Eddie, do you love them? I love you guys. And Morgan, love you. <laughs> I love you. All too. right. Bye. Bye, guys. Yes, Bobby Bones. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. 
The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's. Because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 